Shalom and welcome back, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Parable of the Vineyard YouTube Torah reading live stream during Sukkot. And um, it's good to be here with you. We're gonna what we're trying to do here is fulfill what's uh, written in Deuteronomy 31, 9 through 13, and we'll read that really quickly. And Moshe wrote this Torah and delivered it unto the priests, the sons of Levi, which bore the Ark of the Covenant of Yahuwah, and unto all the elders of Israel. And Moshe commanded them, saying, At the end of every seven years, in the solemnity of the year of release, and the feast of Sukkot, tabernacles, which is where we're at right now, when all Israel is to come to appear before Yahweh in the place which he shall choose, you shall read this Torah before all Israel in their hearing. Gather the people together, men and women and children, and your stranger that is within your gates, that they may hear and that they may learn and fear Yahweh and guard to do all the words of this Torah, and that their children, which have not known anything, may hear and learn to fear Yahweh as long as you live in the land where you go over the, over the Jordan to possess it. So, we're not quite there yet. We are still in dispersion, and couldn't tell you if this is the year of release or not, but um, I know it was put in my heart to do this uh, regardless, and I don't think it's a bad idea to maybe do this every year. So, um, but nevertheless, we're going to be reading it this year. So we're going to be reading uh, Leviticus today, uh, Vaikra, and we're going to be reading from the Septuagint version. Uh, you know that uh, we are very fond of many versions on this uh, this channel, the the, the Sefer, um, the uh, the TS two thousand nine, uh, and many others. However, uh, the Septuagint has become a very valuable tool uh, with our deep, deep search of the scriptures, and I thought this would be a great opportunity to kind of put the Septuagint in front of you for many of you as we do this reading. So, um, <clears throat> before we get started, let's ask Abba to bless this, and we're going to read it through. Um, we're going to stop about halfway. Um, I think it was 28 chapters. Either way, we'll stop after chapter 14, take a quick uh, few-minute break for restroom, and then we'll uh, we'll keep charging through. So, let's bow our hearts. Heavenly Father... Yahuwah Most High, we just come before you in Yahusha's name. We thank you first and foremost, of course, for sending your word for us that we may have reconciliation and salvation to be brought back to you. We also thank you in this very late hour for waking up your remnant to not only have faith, but to keep your commandments, to keep your Torah, which is uh, your everlasting instructions. And just as Messiah Yahusha said, not one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the Torah till everything be fulfilled, till heaven and earth pass away, and we know we're not there yet. So thank you for lifting the veil from off our eyes that we may see clearly, and we pray that you open our eyes further and our ears that we may hear and see the wonderful matters that are written in your Torah. Blessed be you, in Yahusha's name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Happy Sukkot, brothers and sisters. All right. All right, let me, uh, let me get these on. I think they help. I don't know. It definitely relieves some of the eye strain for looking at the computer for hours at a time. All right, Leviticus. Uh, again, Brenton Septuagint version, and uh, also known as Vaikra. So here we go. <clears throat> and Yahweh called Moshe again and spoke to him out of the tabernacle of witness, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, If any man of you shall bring gifts to Yahuwah, ye shall bring your gifts of the cattle and of the oxen and of the sheep. 
If his gift be a whole burnt offering, he shall bring an unblemished male of the herd to the door of the tabernacle of witness. He shall bring it as an acceptable as acceptable before Yahuwah. And he shall lay his hand on the head of the burnt offering as a thing acceptable for him, to make an atonement for him. And they shall slay the calf before Yahuwah. And the sons of Aharon the priest shall bring the blood, and they shall pour the blood round about on the altar, which is at the doors of the tabernacle of witness. And having flayed the whole burnt offering, they shall divide it by its limbs. And the sons of Aharon the priest shall put the fire on the altar, and, pi- and shall pile wood on the fire. And the sons of Aharon the priest shall pile up the divided parts, and the head, and the fat, on the wood, on the fire, the wood which is on the altar. And the entrails, and the feet, they shall wash in water. And the priest shall put all on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a sacrifice, a smell of sweet savor to Yahuwah. <clears throat> and if his gift be of the sheep to Yahuwah, or of the lambs, or of the kids for whole burnt offerings, he shall bring it a male without blemish, and he shall lay his hand on its head, and they shall kill it by the side of the altar, toward the north before Yahuwah. And the sons of Aharon the priest shall pour its blood on the altar round about, and they shall divide it by its limbs, and its head, and its fat, and the priest shall pile them up on the wood which is on the fire on the altar." And they shall wash the entrails and the feet with water, and the priest shall bring all the parts and put them on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a sacrifice, a smell of sweet savor to Yahuwah. And if he bring his gift, a burnt offering to Yahuwah of birds, then he shall bring his gift of doves or pigeons. And the priest shall bring it to the altar and shall wring off its head, and the priest shall put it on the altar and shall wring out the blood at the bottom of the altar. And he shall take away the crop with the feathers, and shall cast it forth by the altar toward the east to the place of the ashes. And he shall break it off from the wings, and shall not separate it. And the priest shall put it on the altar on the wood which is on the fire. It is a burnt offering, a sacrifice, a sweet-smelling savor to Yahuwah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Leviticus chapter 2. And if it be a soul, and if a soul bring a gift, a sacrifice to Yahuwah, his gift shall be fine flour, and he shall pour oil upon it, and shall put frankincense on it. It is a sacrifice. And he shall bring it to the priests, the sons of Aaron, and having take it from, taken from it a handful of the fine flour with the oil, and all its frankincense. Then the priest shall put the memorial of it on the altar. It is a sacrifice, an odor of sweet savor to Yahuwah. And the remainder of the sacrifices sacrifice shall be for Aharon and his sons, a most holy portion from the sacrifices of Yahuwah. And if he bring if he bring as a gift a sacrifice baked from the oven, a gift to Yahuwah of fine flour, he shall bring unleavened bread kneaded with oil, and unleavened cakes anointed with oil. And if thy gift be a sacrifice from a pan, it is a fine flour mingled with oil, unleavened offerings. And thou shalt break them into fragments and pour oil upon them. It is a sacrifice to Yahuwah. And if thy gift be a sacrifice from the hearth, it shall be made of fine flour with oil. And he shall offer the sacrifice which he shall make of these to Yahuwah, and shall bring it to the priest. And the priest shall approach the altar, and shall take away from the sacrifice a memorial of it. The priest shall place it on the altar, a burnt offering, a smell of sweet savor to Yahuwah. 
And that which is left of the sacrifice shall be for Aharon and his sons, most holy from the burnt offerings of Yahuwah. Ye shall not leaven any sacrifice which ye shall bring to Yahuwah. For as to any leaven or any honey, ye shall not bring it to offer a gift to Yahuwah. Ye shall bring them in the way of fruits to Yahuwah, but they shall not be offered on the altar for a sweet-smelling savor to Yahuwah. And every gift of your sacrifice shall be seasoned with salt. Omit not the salt of the covenant of Yahuwah from your sacrifices. On every gift of yours ye shall offer salt to Yahuwah your Elohim. And if thou wouldst offer a sacrifice of first fruits to Yahuwah, it shall be new grains ground and roasted for Yahuwah. So shalt thou bring the sacrifice of the first fruits, and thou shalt pour oil upon it, and shalt put frankincense on it. It is a sacrifice. And the priest shall offer the memorial of it taken from the grains with the oil and all its frankincense. It is a burnt offering to Yahuwah. <clears throat> just a quick side note. You know, a lot of people, a lot of you might be saying, well, this is all just old stuff. You know, there's so much in the teachings of our, of our Messiah, Yahusha, um, and what our current day sacrifices are. This is something that I think we're going to be putting some focus on um, going in the future here as to what we can really glean from this. So this new Torah portion cycle, we'll really be digging into how this actually applies to our life because we know that our sacrifices are um, uh, it's a spiritual sacrifice. It's our prayers. It's our, our thanksgiving to Yahuwah. It's... Um, um, there's a lot, well, this is not a really a teaching, this is a reading, but anyways, there's, uh, try to think about some of the things that Yahushua taught as we read, like when we talk, when he talked, when he spoke about leaven, um, and different things, so, <clears throat> he doesn't want us, like, like, for example, he doesn't want us to come bringing any of our offerings to him with any of the, the doctrines of men, because we know that Yahushua likened leaven to doctrines of men, so anyways, again, this is not a teaching, so let's keep going. Leviticus 3 and if his gift to Yahweh be a peace offering, if he should bring it of the oxen, whether it be male or female, or whether it be male or whether it be female, he shall bring it unblemished before Yahuwah. And he shall lay his hands on the head of the gift, and shall slay it before Yahuwah by the doors of the tabernacle of witness. And the priests, the sons of Aharon, shall pour the blood on the altar of burnt offerings round about. And they shall bring of the peace offerings a burnt sacrifice to Yahuwah, the fat covering the belly. And all the fat on the belly, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is upon them, he shall take away that which is on the thighs, and the call above the liver together with the kidneys. And the priests, the sons of Aharon, shall offer them on the altar, on the burnt offering, on the wood which is on the fire upon the altar. It is a burnt offering, a smell of sweet savor to Yahuwah. And if his gift be of the sheep, a peace offering to Yahuwah, male or female, he shall bring it unblemished. If he bring a lamb for his gift, he shall bring it before Yahuwah. And he shall lay his hands on the head of his offering, and shall slay it by the doors of the tabernacle of witness. And the priests, the sons of Aharon, shall pour out the blood on the altar round about. And he shall bring of the peace offering a burnt sacrifice to Yahuwah. The fat and the hinder part unblemished he shall take away with the loins. And having taken away all the fat that covers the belly, and all the fat that is on the belly, and both the kidneys and the fat that is upon them, and that which is on the thighs, and the caul which is on the liver with the kidneys, the priest shall offer these on the altar. It is a seat, it is a sacrifice of sweet savor, a burnt offering to Yahuwah. And if his offering be of the goats, then shall he bring it before Yahuwah, and he shall lay his hands on its heads, on its head, and they shall slay it before Yahuwah by the doors of the tabernacle of witness. And the priests, the sons of Aharon, shall pour out the blood on the altar round about. And he shall offer of it a burnt offering to Yahweh, even the fat that covers the belly. 
and all the fat that is on the belly, and both the kidneys, and all the fat that is upon them, that which is upon the thighs, and the call of the liver with the kidneys, he shall take away. And the priest shall offer it upon the altar. It is a burnt offering, a smell of sweet savor to Yahuwah. All the fat belongs to Yahuwah. It is a perpetual statute throughout your generations, in all your habitations. Ye shall eat no fat and no blood. So, those of you that eat steak, cut it off. <clears throat> Leviticus chapter 4, Septuagint version. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, If a soul shall sin unwillingly before Yahuwah in any of the commandments of Yahuwah concerning things which he ought not to do, and shall do some of them, if the anointed priest sin so as to cause the people to sin, then shall he bring for his sin, which he has sinned, an unblemished calf of the herd to Yahuwah for his sin. And he shall bring the calf to the door of the tabernacle of witness before Yahuwah, and he shall put his hand on the head of the calf before Yahuwah, and shall slay the calf in the presence of Yahuwah. And the anointed priest who has been consecrated, having received of the blood of the calf, shall then bring it into the tabernacle of witness. And the priest shall dip his finger into the blood, and sprinkle of the blood seven times before Yahuwah, over against the holy veil. And the priest shall put of the blood of the calf on the horns of the altar of the compound incense which is before Yahuwah, which is in the tabernacle of witness, and all the blood of the calf shall he pour out by the foot of the altar of whole burnt offerings, which is by the doors of the tabernacle of witness. And all the fat of the calf of the sin offering shall he take off from it, the fat that covers the inwards, and all the fat that is on the inwards, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is upon them, that which is on the thighs, and the caul that is on the liver with the kidneys, them shall he take away. And as he takes it away from the calf of the sacrifice of peace offering, so shall the priest offer it on the altar of burnt offering. And they shall take the skin of the calf, and all his flesh with the head of the extremities, and the belly, and the dung. And they shall carry out the whole, whole calf out of the camp into a clean place, where they pour out the ashes, and they shall consume it on wood with fire. Consume it there on wood with fire, and it shall be burnt on the ashes poured out. And if the whole congregation of Israel trespass ignorantly, and a thing should escape the notice of the congregation, and they should do one thing forbidden of any of the commands of Yahuwah, which ought not to be done, and should transgress, and the sin wherein they have sinned should become known to them, then shall the congregation bring an unblemished calf of the herd for a sin offering, and they shall bring it to the doors of the tabernacle of witness." And the elders of the congregation shall lay their hands on the head of the calf before Yahuwah, and they shall slay the calf before Yahuwah. And the anointed priest shall bring in of the blood of the calf into the tabernacle of witness. And the priest shall dip his finger into some of the blood of the calf, and shall sprinkle it seven times before Yahuwah in front of the veil of the sanctuary. And the priest shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar of, incense, of the incense of composition which is before Yahuwah which is in the tabernacle of witness. And he shall pour out all the blood at the bottom of the altar of whole burnt offerings, which is by the door of the tabernacle of witness. And just real quick, <clears throat> again, I don't want to make this a teaching, but just so you can maybe glean some more while you're reading or listening, um, when he's talking about like, you know, incense being mixed with the sacrifices, remember like in Revelation, it says specifically that uh, the prayers of the saints are like as incense before the Most High. And he shall take away all the fat from it, and shall offer it upon the altar. And he shall do the calf as he did to the calf of the sin offering, so shall it be done. 
And the priest shall make an atonement for them, and the trespass shall be forgiven them. And they shall carry forth the calf whole without the camp, and they shall burn the calf as they burnt the former calf. It is the sin offering of the congregation. And if a ruler sin and break one of all the commandments of Yahuwah his Elohim, doing the thing which ought not to be done unwillingly, and shall sin and trespass, and his trespass wherein he has sinned be known to him, then shall he offer for his gift a kid of the goats, a male without blemish, and he shall lay his hand on the head of the kid, and they shall kill it in the place where they kill the victims for whole burnt offerings. Before Yahuwah it is a sin offering. And the priest shall put some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger on the horns of the altar of the whole burnt offering, and he shall pour out all its blood by the bottom of the altar of whole burnt offerings. And he shall offer up all his fat on the altar as the fat of the sacrifice of peace offerings. And the priest shall make an atonement for him concerning his sin, and it shall be forgiven him. And if a soul of the people of the land should sin unwillingly in doing a thing contrary to any of the commandments of Yahuwah, which ought not to be done, and shall transgress, and his sin should be known to him, whereas wherein he has sinned, then shall he bring a kid of the goats, a female without blemish, shall he bring for his sin which he has sinned. And he shall lay his hand on the head of the sin offering, and they shall slay the kid of the sin offering in the place where they slay the victims for whole burnt offerings." And the priest shall take of his blood with his finger, and shall put it on the horns of the altar of whole burnt offerings. And all its blood he shall pour forth by the foot of the altar. And he shall take away all the fat, as the fat is taken away from the sacrifice of peace offering. And the priest shall offer it on the altar for a smell of sweet savor to Yahuwah, and the priest shall make an atonement for him, and his sin shall be forgiven him. And if he should offer a lamb for his sin offering, he shall offer it a female without blemish. And he shall lay his hand on the head of the sin offering, and they shall kill it in the place where they kill the victims for whole burnt offerings. And the priest shall take of the blood of the sin offering with his finger, and shall put it on the horns of the altar of whole burnt offerings. And he shall pour out all its blood by the bottom of the altar of whole burnt offering. And he shall take away all his fat, as the fat of the lamb of the sacrifice of peace offering is taken away. And the priest shall put it on the altar for a whole burnt offering to Yahuwah. And the priest shall make atonement for him for the sin which he sinned, and it shall be forgiven him. <clears throat> Leviticus chapter 5, Septuagint. And if a soul sin and hear the voice of swearing, and he is a witness or has seen or been conscious, if he do not report it, he shall bear his iniquity. That soul which shall touch any unclean thing or carcass or that which is unclean being taken of beasts or the dead bodies of abominable reptiles which are unclean or carcasses of unclean cattle or should touch the uncleanness of, man, of a man or, or of whatever kind which he may touch and be defiled by, and it should have escaped him, but afterwards he should know, then he shall have transgressed. That unrighteous soul which determines with his lips to do evil or to do good according to whatsoever a man may determine with an oath, and it shall have escaped his notice, and he shall afterwards know it, and so he should sin in some, of, some one of these things. Then shall he declare his sin in the things wherein he has sinned by that sin. And he shall bring for his transgression against Yahuwah, for his sin which he has sinned, a ewe lamb of the flock, or a kid of the goats, for a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for him, for his sin which he has sinned. And his sin shall be forgiven him, 
And if he cannot afford a sheep, he shall bring for his sin which he has sinned two turtle doves or two young pigeons to Yahuwah, one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. And he shall bring them to the priest, and the priest shall bring the sin offering first, and the priest shall pinch off the head from the neck and shall not divide the body. And he shall sprinkle of the blood of the sin offering on the side of the altar, but the rest of the blood he shall drop at the foot of the altar, for it is a sin offering. And he shall make the second a whole burnt offering, as it is fit. And the priest shall make atonement for his sin, which he has sinned, and it shall be forgiven him. And if he cannot afford a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons, then he shall bring as his gift for his sin the tenth part of an ephah, a fine flour for a sin offering. He shall not pour oil upon it, nor shall he put frankincense upon it, because it is a sin offering. And he shall bring it to the priest, and the priest, having taken a handful of it, shall lay the memorial of it on the altar of whole burnt offerings to Yahuwah. It is a sin offering. And the priest shall make atonement for him for his sin, which he has sinned in one of these things, and it shall be forgiven him. And that which is left shall be the priests as an offering of fine flour. <clears throat> and Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, The soul which shall be really unconscious and shall sin unwillingly in any of the holy things of Yahuwah shall even bring to Yahuwah for his transgression a ram of the flock without blemish, valued according to shekels of silver, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, for his transgression wherein he transgressed. And he shall make compensation for that wherein he has sinned in the holy things. And he shall add the fifth part to it, and give it to the priest. And the priest shall make atonement for him with the ram of transgression. And his sin shall be forgiven him. And the soul which shall sin and do one thing against any of the commandments of Yahuwah, which is not right to do, and has not known it, and shall have transgressed, and shall have contracted guilt, he shall even bring a ram without blemish from the flock, valued at a price of silver for his transgression to the priest. And the priest shall make atonement for his trespass of ignorance, wherein he ignorantly trespassed, and he knew it not. And it shall be forgiven him, for he has surely been guilty of transgression before Yahuwah. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, The soul which shall have sinned and willfully overlooked the commandments of Yahuwah, and shall have dealt falsely in the affairs of his neighbor in the matter of a deposit, or concerning fellowship, or concerning plunder, or has in anything wronged his neighbor, or has found that which was lost, and shall have lied concerning it, and shall have sworn unjustly concerning any one of all the things whatsoever a man may do, so as to sin hereby, it shall come to pass, whensoever he shall have sinned and transgressed, that he shall restore the plunder which he has seized, or redress the injury which he has committed, or restore the deposit which was entrusted to him, or lost the article which he has found, of any kind about which he swore unjustly. <clears throat> He shall even restore it in full, and he shall add to it a fifth part besides. He shall restore it to him whose it is in the day in which he happens to be convicted. And he shall bring to Yahuwah for his trespass a ram of the flock, without blemish, of value to the amount of the thing in which he trespassed. And the priest shall make atonement for him before Yahuwah, and he shall be forgiven for any one of all the things which he did and trespassed in it. Leviticus, Vaikara, chapter 6, Septuagint. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Charge Aharon and his son, saying, This is the Torah of whole burnt offering. This is the whole burnt offering in its burning on the altar all the night till the morning, and the fire of the altar shall burn on it. It shall not be put out. 
And the priest shall put on the linen tunic, and he shall put on the linen drawers in his body. And he shall take away that which has been thoroughly burnt, which the fire shall have consumed, even the whole burnt offering from the altar. And he shall put it near to the near the altar. And he shall put off his robe and put on another robe. And he shall take forth the offering that has been burnt without the camp into a clean place. And the fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it and shall not be extinguished. And the priest shall burn on it wood every morning and shall heap on it whole burnt offering and shall lay it on the fat of the peace offering. And the fire shall always burn on the altar. It shall not be extinguished. This is the Torah of the sacrifice, which the sons of Aharon shall bring near before Yahuwah before the altar. And he shall take from it a handful of fine flour of sacrifice with its oil and with all its frankincense, which are upon the sacrifice. And he shall offer up on the altar a burnt offering as a sweet-smelling savor, a memorial of it to Yahuwah. And Aharon and his sons shall eat that which is left of it. It shall be eaten without leaven in a holy place. And they shall eat it in the court of the tabernacle of witness. It shall not be baked with leaven. I have given it as a portion to them of the burnt offerings of Yahuwah. It is most holy, as the offering for sin, and as the offering for trespass. Every male of the priest shall eat it. It is a perpetual ordinance throughout your generations of the burnt offerings of Yahuwah. Whosoever shall touch them shall be hallowed. <clears throat> and Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, This is the gift of Aharon and of his sons, which they shall offer to Yahuwah in the day in which thou shalt anoint him, the tenth part of an ephah of fine flour for a sacrifice continually, the half of it in the morning and the half of it in the evening. It shall be made with oil in a frying pan. He shall offer it kneaded and in rolls, an offering of fragments, an offering of a sweet savor unto Yahuwah. The anointed priest who is in his place, one of his sons shall offer it. It is a perpetual statute. It shall, it shall all be consumed. And every sacrifice of a priest shall be thoroughly burnt and shall not be eaten. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aharon and to his son, saying, This is the Torah of the sin offering. In the place where they slay the whole burnt offering, they shall slay the sin offering before, offerings before Yahuwah. They are most holy. The priest that offers it shall eat it. In a holy place it shall be eaten. In the court of the tabernacle of witness, every one that touches the flesh, flesh of it shall be holy. And on whosoever garment any of its blood shall have been sprinkled, whosoever shall have sprinkled it shall be washed in the holy place. And the earthen vessel in which whichsoever it shall have been sodden shall be broken. And if it shall have been sodden in a brazen vessel, he shall scour it and wash it with water. Every male among the priests shall eat it. It is most holy to Yahuwah. And no offerings for sin of whose blood there shall be brought into any of the tabernacle of witness to make atonement in the holy place shall be eaten. They shall be burned with fire. Leviticus chapter 7. <clears throat> and this is the Torah of the ram for the trespass offering. It is most holy. In the place where they slay the whole burnt offering, they shall slay the ram of the trespass offering before Yahuwah. And he shall pour out the blood at the bottom of the altar round about. And he shall offer all the fat from it, and the loins, and all the fat that covers the inwards, and all the fat that is upon the inwards, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is upon them, that which is upon the thighs, and the call upon the liver with the kidneys, he shall take them away. And the priest shall offer them on the altar a burnt offering to Yahuwah. It is, a, it is for trespass. Every male of the priests shall eat, the, eat them. In the holy place they shall eat them. They are most holy. As the sin offering, so also is the trespass offering. 
There is one Torah of them, the priest who shall make atonement with it, his it shall be. As for the priest who offers a man's whole burnt offering, the skin of the whole burnt offering which he offers shall be his. Every sacrifice which shall be prepared in the oven, and every one which shall be prepared on the hearth, or in a frying pan, it is the property of the priest that offers it, it shall be his. And every sacrifice made up with oil, or not made up with oil, shall belong to the sons of Aharon, an equal portion to each. This is the Torah of the sacrifice of peace offering, which they shall bring to Yahuwah. If a man should offer it for praise, then shall he bring for the sacrifice of praise loaves of fine flour made up with oil and unleavened cakes anointed with oil and fine flour kneaded with oil. With leavened bread he shall offer his gifts with the peace offering of praise. And he shall bring one of all his gifts, a separate offering to Yahuwah. It shall belong to the priests who pours forth the blood of the peace offering. And the flesh of the sacrifice of the peace offering of praise shall be his. It shall be eaten in the day in which it is offered. They shall not leave of it till the morning. And if it be a vow, or if he offer his gift of his own will, on whatsoever the day he shall offer his sacrifice, it shall be eaten. And on the morrow, that which is left of the flesh of the sacrifice till the third day shall be consumed with fire. And if he do at all eat of the flesh on the third day, it shall not be accepted for him that offers. It shall not be reckoned to him. It is pollution. And whatsoever soul shall eat of it shall bear his iniquity. And whatsoever flesh shall have touched any unclean thing, it shall not be eaten. It shall be consumed with fire. Everyone that is clean shall eat the flesh. And so whatsoever soul shall eat of the flesh of the sacrifice of the peace offering, which is Yahuwah's, and his uncleanness be upon him, that soul shall perish from his people. And whatsoever soul shall touch any unclean thing, either of the uncleanness of a man, or of uncleanness of quadrupeds, which is four-footed beasts, or of any unclean, unclean abominable thing, shall eat of the flesh of the sacrifice of the peace offering, which peace offering which is Yahuwah's, that soul shall perish from his people. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, Ye shall eat no fat of oxen or sheep or goats. And the fat of such animals as have died of themselves or have been seized of beasts may be employed for any work, but it shall not be eaten for food. Everyone that eats fat off the breasts, from which he will bring a burnt offering to Yahuwah, that soul shall perish from his people. Ye shall eat no blood in all your habitations, either of beasts or of birds. Every soul that shall eat the blood, that soul shall perish from his people." And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Thou shalt also speak to the children of Israel, saying, He that offers a sacrifice of peace offering shall bring his gift to Yahuwah also from the sacrifice of peace offering. His hand shall bring the burnt offerings to Yahuwah, the fat which is on the breast and the lobe of the liver. He shall bring them, so as to set them for a gift before Yahuwah. And the priest shall offer the fat upon the altar, and the breast shall be Aharon's and his son's. And ye shall give the right shoulder for a choice piece to the priest of your sacrifices of peace offering. He that offers the blood of the peace offerings and the fat of the sons of Aharon shall be the right shoulder for a portion. For I have taken the wave breast and the shoulder of separation from the children of Israel from the sacrifices of your peace offerings, and I have given them to Aharon the priest and his sons a perpetual ordinance due from the children of Israel. This is the anointing of Aharon and the anointing of his sons, their portion of the burnt offerings of Yahuwah in the day which he brought them forward to minister as priests to Yahuwah.
as Yahweh commanded to give them in the day in which he anointed them of the sons of Israel, a perpetual statute throughout their generations. This is the Torah of the whole burnt offerings and of sacrifice and of sin offering and of offering for transgression and of the sacrifice of consecration and of the sacrifice of peace offering as Yahweh commanded Moshe in the Mount Sinai in the day in which he commanded the children of Israel to offer their gifts before Yahuwah in the wilderness of Sinai. <clears throat> Leviticus chapter 8. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Take Aharon and his sons and his robes and the anointing oil and the calf for the sin offering and the two rams and the basket of unleavened bread and assemble the whole congregation at the door of the tabernacle of witness. And Moshe did as Yahuwah appointed him, and he assembled the congregation at the door of the tabernacle of witness. And Moshe said to the congregation, This is the thing which Yahuwah has commanded you to do. And Moshe brought nigh Aharon and his sons, and washed them with water, and put on him the coat, and girded him with the girdle, and clothed him with the tunic, and put on him the ephod, and girded him with a girdle according to the make of the ephod, and collapsed him closely with it. And put upon it the oracle, and put upon the oracle the manifestation and the truth. That's the Urim and the Tumim. And he put the mitre on his head, and put upon the mitre in front the golden plate, the most holy thing, as Yahweh commanded Moshe. And Moshe took of the anointing oil, and sprinkled of it seven times on the altar, and anointed the altar, and hallowed it, and all things on it, and the laver, and its foot, and sanctified them, and anointed the tabernacle, and all its furniture, and hallowed it. And Moshe poured of the anointing oil on the head of Aharon, and he anointed him and sanctified him. And Moshe brought the sons of Aharon near, and put on them the coats, uh, put on them coats, and girded them with girdles, and put on them bonnets, as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. And Moshe brought near the calf for the sin offering, and Aharon and his sons laid their hands on the head of the calf of the sin offering, and he slew it. And Moshe took of the blood and put it on the horns of the altar round about with his finger. And he purified the altar and poured out the blood at the bottom of the altar and sanctified it to make atonement upon it. And Moshe took all the fat that was upon the inwards and the lobe on the liver and both kidneys and the fat that was upon them. And Moshe offered them on the altar. But the calf and his hide and his flesh and his dung he burnt with fire without the camp as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. And Moshe brought near the ram for a whole burnt offering, and Aharon and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram, and Moshe slew the ram, and Moshe poured the blood on the altar round about. And he divided the ram by its limbs, and Moshe offered the head and its limbs and the fat, and he washed the belly and the feet with water. And Moshe offered up the whole ram on the altar. It is a whole burnt offering for a sweet-smelling savor. It is a burnt offering to Yahuwah, as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. And Moshe brought the second ram, the ram of consecration. And Aharon and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram, and he slew him. And Moshe took of his blood and put it upon the tip of Aharon's right ear, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the great toe of his right foot. And Moshe brought near the sons of Aharon, and Moshe put of the blood on the tips of their right ears, and on the thumbs of their right hands, and on the great toes of their right feet. And Moshe poured out the blood on the altar round about. And he took the fat, and the rump, and the fat on the belly, and the lobe of the liver, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is upon them, and the right shoulder. And from the basket of consecration, which was before Yahuwah, he also took one unleavened loaf, and one loaf made with oil, and one cake, and put them upon the fat, and the right shoulder, and put them all on the hands of Aharon, and upon the hands of his sons, and offered them up for a wave offering before Yahuwah.
And Moshe took them at their hands, and Moshe offered them upon on the altar on the whole burnt offering of consecration, which is a smell of a sweet savor. It is a burnt offering to Yahuwah. And Moshe took the breast and separated it separated it for a heave offering before Yahuwah from the ram of consecration, and it became Moshe's portion as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. And Moshe took of the anointing oil and of the blood that was on the altar and sprinkled it on Aharon and on his garments and his sons and the garments of his sons with him. And he sanctified Aharon and his garments and his sons and the garments of his sons with him. And Moshe said to Aharon and to his sons, Boil the flesh in the tent of the tabernacle of witness in the holy place, and there ye shall eat it and the loaves in the basket of consecration, as he has appointed me. Yahweh saying, Aharon and his sons shall eat them. And that which is left of the flesh and of the loaves burn ye with fire. And ye shall not go out from the door of the tabernacle of witness for seven days until the day be, day be fulfilled. The day of your consecration, for in seven days shall ye consecrate you, as he did in his day on which Yahweh commanded me to do so, to make an atonement for you. And ye shall remain seven days at the door of the tabernacle of witness, day and night. Ye shall observe the ordinances of Yahuwah, that ye die not. For so has Yahuwah Elohim commanded me. And Aharon and his sons performed all these commands which Yahuwah commanded Moshe. <clears throat> Leviticus chapter 9, Septuagint version. And it came to pass on the eighth day that Moshe called Aharon and his sons and the elders of Israel. And Moshe said to Aharon, Take to thyself a young calf of the herd for a sin offering, and a ram for a whole burnt offering, unblemished, and offer them before Yahuwah. And speak to the elders of Israel, saying, Take one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and a young calf, and a lamb of a year old for a whole burnt offering, spotless, and a calf and a ram for a peace offerings before Yahuwah, and fine flour mingled with oil. For today Yahuwah will appear among you. And they took as Moshe commanded them before the tabernacle of witness. And all the congregation drew nigh, and they stood before Yahuwah. And Moshe said, This is the thing which Yahuwah has spoken. Do it, and the glory of Yahuwah shall appear among you. And Moshe said to Aharon, Draw nigh to the altar, and offer thy sin offering, and thy whole burnt offering, and make an atonement for thyself and for thy house, and offer the gifts of the people, and make atonement for them, as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. And Aharon drew near, drew nigh to the altar, and slew the calf of his sin offering. And the sons of Aharon brought the blood to him, and he dipped his finger in the blood, into the blood, and put it on the horns of the altar, and he poured out the blood at the bottom of the altar. And he offered up on the altar the fat and the kidneys and the lobe of the liver of the sin offering, according as Yahweh commanded Moshe. And the flesh and the hide he burnt with fire outside of the camp. And he slew the whole burnt offering. And the sons of Aharon brought the blood to him, and he poured it on the altar round about. And they brought the whole burnt offering, according to its pieces, them and the head he put upon the altar. And he washed the belly and, with, and the feet with the water. And he put them on the whole burnt offering on the altar." And he brought, the, he brought the gift of the people and took the goat of the sin offering of the people and slew it and purified it also as the first. And he brought the whole burnt offering and offered it in due form. And he brought the sacrifice and filled his hands with it and laid it on the altar beside the morning whole burnt offering. And he slew the calf and the ram of the sacrifice of peace offering of the people. And the sons of Aharon brought the blood to him and he poured it out on the altar round about. 
And he took the fat of the calf and the hindquarters of the ram and the fat covering the belly and the two kidneys and the fat upon them and the call on the liver. And he put the fat on the breasts and offered the fat on the altar. And Aharon separated the breast and the right shoulder as a choice offering before Yahuwah, as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. And Aharon lifted up his hands on the people and blessed them. And after he had offered the sin offering and the whole burnt offerings and the peace offerings, he came down. And Moshe and Aharon entered into the tabernacle of witness. And they came out and blessed all the people. And the glory of Yahuwah appeared to all the people. And fire came forth from Yahuwah and devoured the offerings on the altar, both the whole burnt offerings and the fat. And all the people saw and were amazed and fell upon their faces. <clears throat> Chapter 10. And the two sons of Aharon, Nadab and Abihu, took each his censer and put fire therein, and threw incense thereon, and offered strange fire before Yahuwah, which Yahuwah did not command them. And fire came forth from Yahuwah, and devoured them, and they died before Yahuwah. And Moshe said to Aharon, This is the thing which Yahuwah spoke, saying, I will be sanctified among them that draw nigh to me, and I will be glorified in the whole congregation. And Aharon was pricked in his heart. And Moshe called Misadeh, and Elishaphan, sons of Uziel, sons of the brother of Aharon's father, and said to them, Draw near, and take your brethren from before the sanctuary out of the camp. And they came near and took them in their coats out of the camp, as Moshe said. And Moshe said to Aharon, and Eliezer, and Ithamar, his sons that were left, Ye shall not make bare your heads, and ye shall not tear your garments, that ye die not. And so there shall be wrath on all the congregation. But your brethren, even all the house of Israel, shall lament for the burning, which, with which they were burnt by Yahuwah. And ye shall not go forth from the door of the tabernacle of witness, that ye die not, for Yahuwah's anointing oil is upon you. And they did according as the word to the word of Moshe. And Yahuwah spoke to Aharon, saying, Ye shall not drink wine nor strong drink, thou and thy sons with thee, whensoever ye enter into the tabernacle of witness, or when ye approach the altar, so ye shall not die. It is a perpetual statute for your generations to distinguish between sacred and profane and between clean and unclean and to teach the children of Israel all the statutes which Yahuwah spoke to them by Moshe. And Moshe said to Aharon and to Eliezer and to Ithamar, the sons of Aharon who survived, Take the sacrifice that is left of the burnt offerings of Yahuwah, and ye shall eat unleavened bread by the altar. It is most holy. And ye shall eat it in the holy place, for this is a statute for, three, for thee and a statute for thy sons of the burnt offerings to Yahuwah, for so it has been commanded me. And ye shall eat of the breast of separation and the shoulder of the choice offering in the holy place, thou and thy sons and thy house with thee. For it has been given as an ordinance for thee and an ordinance for thy sons of the sacrifices of peace offerings of the children of Israel, and they shall bring the shoulder of the choice offering and the breast of separation upon the burnt offerings of the fat to separate for a separation before Yahuwah, and it shall be for it shall be a perpetual ordinance for thee and thy sons and thy daughters with thee, as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. <clears throat> and Moshe diligently sought the goat of the sin offering, but it had been consumed by fire. And Moshe was angry with Eleazar and Ithamar, the sons of Aharon that were left, saying, Why did you not eat the sin offering in the holy place? Before, because it is most holy, and he has given you this to eat, that you might take away the sin of the congregation and make an atonement for them before Yahuwah. For the blood of it was not brought into the, most, into the holy place. Ye shall eat within, before Yahuwah, as Yahuwah commanded me. Now Haron spoke to Moshe, saying, If they have brought nigh today their sin offerings and their whole burnt offerings before Yahuwah, and these events have happened to me, 
and yet I should eat today of the sin offerings, would it be pleasing to Yahuwah? And Moshe heard it, and it pleased him. Chapter 11. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe and Aharon, saying, Speak ye to the sons of Israel, saying, These are the beasts which ye shall eat of all the beasts that are upon the earth. Every beast parting the hoof and making divisions of two claws and chewing the cud among the beasts ye shall eat. But of these ye shall not eat, of those that chew the cud and of those that part the hoofs and divide the claws. The camel, because it chews the cud but does not divide the hoof, this is unclean to you. And the rabbit, because it chews the cud but does not divide the hoof, this is unclean to you. And the hare, because it does not chew the cud and does not divide the hoof, this is unclean to you. And the swine, because this animal divides the hoof and makes claws of the hoof, and it does not chew the cud, it is unclean to you. You shall not eat of their flesh, and you shall not touch their carcasses. These are unclean to you. <clears throat> and these are what you shall eat of all that are in the waters, all things that have fins and scales in the waters, and in the seas and in the brooks, these you shall eat. And all things which have not fins nor scales in the water or in the seas and in the brooks of all which of all which the waters produce and of every soul living in the water are an abomination they shall they, and they shall be abominations to you and just quickly side note um, this is uh, most common in our country uh, shrimp clams uh, shellfish lobster um, uh, even catfish catfish doesn't have scales um, shark swordfish that kind of stuff so. Ye shall not eat of their flesh, and ye shall abhor their carcasses. And all things that have not fins or scales of those that are in waters, these are an abomination to you. And these are the things which ye shall abhor of, of birds. They shall not be eaten. They are an abomination, the eagle, and the ossifrage, the sea eagle, and the vulture, and the kite, and the like to it, and the sparrow, and the owl, and the sea mew, and the like to it, and every raven, and the birds like it, and the hawk, and its like, and the night raven, and the cormorant, and the stork, and the red bill, and the pelican, and the swan, and the heron, and the lapwing, and the like to it, and the hoop, and the bat, and all winged creatures that creep, which go upon four feet, are abominations to you. But these ye shall eat of the creeping winged animals, which go upon their four feet, which have legs above their feet, to leap with on the earth, and these of them ye shall eat, the caterpillar, and his like, the atticus, and his like, the cantharus, and his like, and the locust, and his like. Every creeping thing from among the birds which has four feet is an abomination to you. And by these you shall be defiled. Everyone that touches their carcass shall be unclean till the evening. And everyone that takes of their dead bodies shall wash his garments and shall be unclean until the evening. And whichever among the beasts divides the hoof and makes claws and does not chew the cud shall be unclean to you. Everyone that touches their dead bodies shall be unclean till the evening. And every one among all the wild beasts that moves upon its four feet, which go on all four, is unclean to you. Every one that touches their dead bodies shall be unclean till the evening. And he that takes of their dead bodies shall wash his garments and shall be unclean till evening. These are unclean to you. And these are unclean to you of reptiles upon the earth, the weasel, and the mouse, and the lizard, the ferret, and the chameleon, and the evet, and the newt, and the mole. These are unclean to you of all the reptiles which are on the earth. Everyone who touches their carcasses shall be unclean till the evening, and whatsoever of one of their dead bodies shall fall it shall, and whatsoever one of their dead bodies shall fall it shall be unclean. 
Whatever wooden vessel or garment or skin or sack it may be, every vessel in which work should be done shall be dipped in water and shall be unclean till evening, and then it shall be clean. And every earthen vessel into which one of these things shall fall, whatsoever is inside it shall be unclean, and it shall be broken. And all food that is eaten, on which water shall come from such vessel, shall be unclean. And every beverage which is drunk in any such vessel shall be unclean. And everything on which there shall fall their dead bodies shall be unclean. Ovens and stands, for jars shall be broken down, these are unclean, and they shall be unclean to you. Only if the water be of fountains of water, or a pool, or a confluence of water, it shall be unclean. But he that touches their carcasses shall be unclean. And if one of their carcasses should fall upon any sowing seed which shall be sown, it shall be clean. But if water be poured out on any seed, and one of their dead bodies fall upon it, it is unclean to you. And if one of the cattle die, which is which it is lawful for you to eat, he that touches their carcass shall be unclean till the evening. And he that eats of their carcass shall wash his garments, and be unclean till evening. He that carries any of their carcasses shall wash his garments, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean till evening. And every reptile that creeps on the earth, this shall be an abomination to you, it shall not be eaten. And every animal that creeps on its belly, and every one that goes on four feet continually, which abounds with feet among all the reptiles creeping upon the earth, ye shall not eat of it, for it is an abomination to you. Ye shall not defile, defile your souls with any of the reptiles that creep upon the earth, and ye shall not be polluted with them. And ye shall not be unclean, for I am Yahweh your Elohim. Ye shall be sanctified, and ye shall be holy, because I, Yahweh, your Elohim, am holy. And ye shall not defile your souls with any of the reptiles creeping upon the earth. For I am Yahweh, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt to be your Elohim. And ye shall be holy, for I, Yahweh, am holy. This is the Torah concerning beasts and birds and every living creature moving in the waters and every living creature creeping on the earth to distinguish between the unclean and the clean and between those that bring forth alive such as should be eaten and those that bring forth alive such as should not be eaten. Chapter 12. <clears throat> and Yahweh spoke to Moshe saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, Whatsoever man shall have conceived and born a male child shall be unclean seven days. She shall be unclean according to the days of separation for her monthly courses. And on the eighth day she shall circumcise the flesh of his foreskin. And for thirty-three days she shall continue in her unclean blood. She shall touch nothing holy, and shall not enter into the sanctuary until the days of her purification be fulfilled. But if she should have been born a female child, then she should be unclean twice seven days, according to the time of her monthly courses, and for sixty-six days shall she remain in her unclean blood. And when the days of purification shall have been fulfilled for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring a lamb of a year old without blemish for a whole burnt offering, and a young pigeon or turtle dove for a sin offering to the door of the tabernacle of witness to the priest. And he shall present it before Yahuwah, and the priest shall make an atonement for her, and shall purge her from the fountain of her blood. This is the Torah of her who bears a male or female. And if she cannot afford a lamb, she shall take two turtle, two turtle doves or two young pigeons, one for a whole burnt offering, and one for a sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement for her, and she shall be purified. <clears throat> Chapter 13 And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe and Aharon, saying, if any man should have in the skin of his flesh a bright clear spot, and there should be in the skin of his flesh a plague of leprosy, he shall be brought to Aharon the priest, 
or to one of his sons, the priests. And the priest shall view the spot in the skin of his flesh, and if, and if the hair in the spot be changed to white, and the appearance of the spot be below the skin of the flesh, it is a plague of leprosy. And the priest shall look upon it and pronounce him unclean. But if the spot be clear, and the, the white in the skin of his flesh, yet the appearance of it be not deep below the skin, and its hair have not changed itself for white hair, but it is dark, then the priest shall separate him that has the spot seven days. And the priest shall look upon look on the spot the seventh day, and behold, if the spot remains before him, if the spot has not spread in the skin, then the priest shall separate him the second time seven days, and the priest shall look upon him the second time on the seventh day, and behold, if the spot be dark, and the spot have not spread in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. For it is a mere mark, and the man shall wash his garments and be clean. But if the bright spot should have changed and spread in the skin after the priest had seen him for the purpose of purifying him, then shall he appear the second time to the priest, and the priest shall look upon him. And behold, if the mark have spread in the skin, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean, it is a leprosy. And if a man have a plague of leprosy, then he shall come to the priest, and the priest shall look, and behold, if it is a white spot in the skin, and, ha and it has changed the hair to white, and there be some of the sound part of the quick flesh in the sore, it is a leprosy waxing old in the skin of the flesh. And the priest shall pronounce him unclean, and shall separate him, because he is unclean. And if the leprosy should have come out very evidently in the skin, and the leprosy should cover all the skin of the patient from the head to the feet, wheresoever the priest shall look, then the priest shall look, and behold, the leprosy has covered all the skin of the flesh, and the, the priest shall pronounce him clean of the plague, because it has changed all to white, it is clean. But on whatsoever day the quick flesh shall appear on him, he shall be pronounced unclean. And the priest shall look upon the sound flesh, and the sound flesh shall prove him to be unclean, for it is unclean, it is a leprosy. But if the sound flesh be restored and changed to white, then shall he come to the priest, and the priest shall see him. And behold, if the plague is turned white, then the priest shall pronounce the patient clean. He is clean. And if the flesh should have become an ulcer in his skin, and should be healed, and there should be in the place of the ulcer a white sore, or one looking white and bright, or fiery, and shall be seen by the priest, then the priest shall look, and behold, if the appearance be beneath the skin, and its hair has changed to white, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean, because it is a leprosy, and has broken out in the ulcer. But if the priest look, and behold, there is no white hair on it, and it shall be, and it be not below the skin of the flesh, and it be dark colored, then the priest shall separate him seven days. But if, but if it manifestly spread over the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a plague of leprosy. It has broken out in the ulcer. But if the bright spot should remain in its place and not spread, it is the scar of the ulcer, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. And if the flesh be in his skin in a, in a state of fiery inflammation, and there should be in his skin the part which is healed of the inflammation, bright, clear, and white, suffused with red or very white, then the priest shall look upon him, and behold, if the hair being white is changed to a bright color, and its appearance is lower than the skin, it is a leprosy, it has broken out in the inflammation. And the priest shall pronounce him unclean, it is a plague of leprosy. But if the priest should look, and behold, there is not in the bright spot any white hair, and it should be not lower than the skin, and it should be dark, then the priest shall separate him seven days. 
And the priest shall look upon him on the seventh day, and if the spot be much spread in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a plague of leprosy, and has broken out in, in the ulcer. But if the bright spot remains stationary, and be not spread in the skin, but the sore should be dark, it is a scar of inflammation, and the priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is the mark of the inflammation." And if a man or woman have in them a plague of leprosy in the head or the beard, then the priest shall look on the plague, and behold, if the appearance of it be beneath the skin, and in it there be a thin yellowish hair, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a scurf. It is a leprosy of the head or a leprosy of the beard. And if the priest should see the plague of the scurf, and behold, the appearance of it be not beneath the skin, and there is no yellowish hair in it, then the priest shall set him set apart him that has the plague of the scurf seven days. And the priest shall look at the plague on the seventh day. And behold, if the scurf be not spread, there be no yellowish hair on it, and the appearance of the scurf is not hollow under the skin, then the skin shall be shaven, but the scurf shall not be shaven. And the priest shall set aside the person having the scurf on the second time for seven days. And the priest shall see the scurf on the seventh day. And behold, if the scurf is not spread in the skin after the man's being shaved, and the appearance of the scurf is not hollow beneath the, beneath the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean, and he shall wash his garments and be clean. But if the scurf be indeed spread in the skin after he has been purified, then the priest shall look, and behold, if the scurf be spread in the skin, the priest shall not examine concerning the yellow hair, for he is unclean. But if the scurf remain before him in its place, and a dark hair should have arisen in it, the scurf is healed, he is clean, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. And if a man or woman should have in the skin of their flesh spots of a bright whiteness, then the priest shall look, and behold, there being bright spots of a bright whiteness in the skin of their flesh, it is a tetter. It bursts forth in the skin of his flesh. He is clean. <clears throat> and if anyone's head should lose the hair, he is only bald. He is clean. And if his head should lose the hairs in front, he is forehead bald. He is clean. And if there should be in his baldness of his head or his baldness or forehead a white or fiery plague, it is a leprosy in his baldness of head or baldness of forehead. And the priest shall look upon him, and behold, if the appearance of the plague be white or inflamed in his baldness of his head or baldness in front, as the appearance of leprosy in the skin of his flesh, he is a leprous man. The priest shall surely pronounce him unclean. His plague is in his head, and the leper in whom the plague is, let his garment be ungirt, and his head uncovered, and let him have a covering put upon his mouth, and he shall be called unclean. All the days in which the plague shall be upon him, being unclean, he shall be esteemed unclean. He shall dwell apart. His place of sojourn shall be without the camp. And if a garment have in it the plague of leprosy, a garment of wool, or a garment of flax, either which is this is linen, either in the warp or in the woof, or in the linen or in the woolen threads, or in a skin or in any workmanship of skin, the plague be greenish or reddish in the skin, or in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof, or in any utensil of skin, it is a plague of leprosy. And he shall show it to the priest, and the priest shall look upon the plague, and the priest shall set apart that which has the plague seven days. And the priest shall look upon the plague on the seventh day, and if the plague be spread in the, in the garment, either in the warp or in the wolf or in the skin, and whatsoever things, skins, may be used in their workmanship, the plague is confirmed leprosy. It is unclean. 
He shall burn the garment, either the, the warp or woof in woolen garments or in flaxen or in any utensil of skin in which there may be the plague, because it is, conf- it is a confirmed leprosy. It shall be burnt with fire. And if the priest should see, and the plague should be not spread in the garments, either in the warp or in the woof, or in any utensil of skin, then the priest shall give directions, and one shall wash that on which there may have been the plague. And the priest shall set it aside a second time for seven days, and the priest shall look upon it after the plague has been washed. And if this, even the plague, has not changed its appearance, and the plague does not spread, it is unclean. It shall be burnt with fire. It is fixed in the garment, in the warp, or in the woof. And if the priest should look... And the spot be dark after it has been washed, he shall tear it off from the garment, either from the warp or from the woof, or from the skin. And if it should still appear in the, in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof, or in any article of skin, it is a leprosy bursting forth. That wherein is the plague shall be burnt with fire. And the garment, or the warp, or the woof, or any article of skin which shall be washed, and the plague depart from it, shall also be washed again, and shall be clean. This is the Torah of the plague of leprosy of a woolen woolen or linen garment, either of the warp or the woof or any leathern article to pronounce it clean or unclean. And actually, we're going to take a break there because I, I think I misspoke. I think I said it was 28 chapters, but I think it's 26. Let me just double check. <clears throat> As I was reading, I was thinking to myself, I think it's actually 26. No, it's 27. Okay, so we'll still take a break here. I was wrong. It's not 28 or 26. It's 27. We're going to take a quick uh, few-minute break, use the restroom, and we'll be right back. Two, three minutes. Okay, and we are back. Let me get a quick sip, and we'll be ready to go.
<clears throat> okay, resuming Leviticus chapter 14, Septuagint version. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, This is the Torah of the leper, and whatsoever day he shall have been cleansed, then shall he be brought to the priest. And the priest shall come forth out of the camp, and the priest shall look. And behold, the plague of leprosy is removed from the leper, and the priest shall give directions, and they shall take for him that is cleansed two clean live birds and cedar wood and spun scarlet and hyssop. And the priest shall give direction, and they shall kill one bird over an earthen vessel over running water. And as for the living bird, he shall take it, and the cedar wood, and the spun scarlet, and the hyssop, and he shall dip them and the living bird into the blood of the bird that was slain over the running water. And he shall sprinkle seven times upon him that was cleansed of his leprosy, and he shall be clean. And he shall let the living bird let go the living bird into the field. And the man that has been cleansed shall wash his garments, and shall shave off all his hair, and shall wash himself in water, and shall be clean. And after that he shall go into the camp, and shall remain out of his house seven days. And it shall come to pass on the seventh day, he shall shave off all his hair, and his head, and his beard, and his eyebrows, even all his hair shall he shave, and he shall wash his garments, and wash his body with water, and shall be clean. And on the eighth day, he shall take two lambs without spot of a year old, and one ewe lamb without spot of a year old, and three-tenths of fine flour for sacrifice kneaded with oil, and one small cup of oil, and the priest that cleanses shall present the man under, purification, under purification and these offerings before Yahuwah at the door of the tabernacle of witness. And the priest shall take one lamb and offer him for a trespass offering and the cup of oil and set them apart for a special offering before Yahuwah. And they shall kill the lamb in the place where they kill the whole burnt offerings and the sin offerings in the holy places, for it is a sin offering. As the trespass offering, it belongs to the priest. It is most holy." And the priest shall take of the blood of the trespass offering, and the priest shall put it on the tip of the right ear of the person under cleansing, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the great toe of his right foot. And the priest shall take of the cup of the oil, and shall pour it upon his own left hand, and he shall dip with the finger of his right hand into some of the oil that is in his left hand, and he shall sprinkle with his finger seven times before Yahuwah. And the remaining oil that is in his hand, the priest shall put on the tip of the right ear of him that is under cleansing. And on the thumb of his right hand, and on the great toe of his right foot, on the place of the blood of the trespass offering, and the remaining oil that is on the hand of the priest, the priest shall put on the head of the cleansed leper, and the priest shall make atonement for him before Yahuwah. And the priest shall sacrifice the sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement for the person under, pur under purification to cleanse him from his sin. And afterwards, the priest shall slay the whole burnt offering. And the priest shall offer the whole burnt offering and the sacrifice upon the altar before Yahuwah. And the priest shall make atonement for him, and he shall be cleansed. And he should be poor, and if he should be poor, and cannot afford so much, he shall take one lamb for his transgression for a separate offering, so as to make propitiation for him, and a tenth deal of fine flour mingled with oil for a sacrifice, and one cup of oil, and two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, as he can afford, and one and the one shall be for a sin offering, and the whole other for a whole burnt offering. And he shall bring them on the eighth day to purify him to the priest to the door of the tabernacle of witness before Yahuwah. And the priest shall take the lamb of the trespass offering and the cup of oil and place them for a set offering before Yahuwah. 
and he shall slay the lamb of the trespass offering. And the priest shall take of the blood of the trespass offering and put it on the tip of the right ear of him that is under purification, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the great toe of his right foot. And the priest shall pour of the oil on his own left hand. And the priest shall sprinkle with the finger of his right hand some of the oil that is in the left hand seven times before Yahuwah. And the priest shall put of the oil that is on his hand on the tip of the right ear of him that is under purification, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the great toe of his right foot, on the place of the blood of the trespass offering, and that which is left of the oil which is on the hand of the priest, he shall put on the head of him that is purged, and the priest shall make atonement for him before Yahuwah. And he shall offer one of the turtle doves or one of the young pigeons as he can afford it, the one for a sin offering, the other for a whole burnt offering with a meat offering, and the priest shall make an atonement before Yahuwah for him that is under purification. This is the Torah for him in whom is the plague of leprosy and who cannot afford the offerings for his purification. <clears throat> and Yahuwah spoke to Moshe and Aharon, saying, once over ye shall enter into the land of the Canaanites, which I give you for possession, and I shall put the plague of leprosy in the houses of the land of your possession. Then the owner of the house shall come and report to the priest, saying, I have seen as it were a plague in the house. And the priest shall give orders to remove the furniture of the house before the priest comes in to see the plague. And thus none of the things in the house shall become unclean, and afterward the priest shall go in to examine the house. And he shall look on the plague, and behold, if the plague is in the walls of the house, he will, see, he will see greenish or reddish cavities, and the appearance of them will be beneath the surface of the walls. And the priest shall come out of the house to, up to the door of the house, and the priest shall separate the house seven days. And the priest shall return on the seventh day and view the house. And behold, if the plague is spread in the walls of the house, then the priest shall give orders, and they shall take away the stones in which the plague is, and shall cast them out of the city into an unclean place. And they shall scrape the house within and round about, and shall pour out the dust scraped off outside the city into an unclean place. And they shall take other scraped stones and put them in place of the former stones. And they shall take other plaster and plaster the house. And if the plague should return again and break out in the house after they have taken away the stones and after the house is scraped and after it has been plastered, then the priest shall go in and see if the plague is spread in the house. It is a confirmed leprosy in the house. It is unclean. And they shall take down the house and its timbers and its stones, and they shall carry out all the mortar without without the city into an unclean place. And he that goes into the house at any time during its separation shall be unclean until evening. And he that sleeps in the house shall wash his garments and be unclean until the evening. And he that eats in the house shall wash his garments and be unclean until the evening. If And if the priest shall arrive and enter and see, and behold, the plague be not at all spread in the house after the house has been plastered, then the priest shall declare the house clean, because the plague is healed. And he shall take to purify the house two clean living birds, and cedar wood, and spun scarlet, and hyssop. And he shall slay one bird in an earthen vessel over running water, and he shall take the cedar wood, and, spun, and the spun scarlet, and the hyssop, and the living bird, and shall dip it into the blood of the bird slain over the running water, and with them he shall sprinkle the house seven times. And he shall purify the house with the blood of the bird, and with the running water, and with the living bird, and with the cedar wood, and with the hyssop, and with the spun scarlet. And he shall let the living bird go out of the city into the field, and shall make atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. This is the Torah concerning every plague of leprosy, and scurf, and of leprosy of a garment, and of a house, and of a sore, and of a clear spot, and of a shining one, and of declaring in what day it is unclean, and in what day it shall be purged. This is the Torah of leprosy.
Chapter 15. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe and Aharon, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, Whatever man shall have an issue out of his body, his issue is unclean. And this is the Torah of his uncleanness. Whoever has a gonorrhea out of his body, this is his uncleanness in him by reason of the issue, by which his body is affected through the issue. All the days of the issue of his body, by which his body is affected through the issue, there is his uncleanness. Every bed on which he that has the issue shall happen to lie is unclean. And every seat on which he that has the issue may happen to sit shall be unclean. And the man who shall touch his bed shall wash his garments, and bathe himself in water, and shall be unclean till the evening. And whosoever sits on the seat on which he that has the issue may have sat shall wash his garments, and bathe himself in water, and shall be unclean until evening. And he that touches the skin of him that has the issue shall wash his garments, and bathe himself in water, and shall be unclean until the evening. And if he that has the issue should spit upon one that is clean, that person shall wash his garments and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. And every ass's saddle on which the man with the issue shall have mounted shall be unclean till the evening. And every one that touches whatsoever shall have been under him shall be unclean until evening. And he that takes them up shall wash his garments, and bathe himself in water, and shall be unclean until evening. And whomsoever he that has the issue shall touch, if he have not rinsed his hands in water, he shall wash his garments, and bathe his body in water, and shall be unclean until evening. And the earthen vessel which he that has the issue shall happen to touch shall be broken, and a wooden vessel shall be washed with water, and shall be unclean. And if he that has the issue should be cleansed of his issue, then shall he number to himself seven days for his purification. And he shall wash his garments, and bathe his body in water, and shall be unclean. And on the eighth day he shall take to himself two turtle doves or two young pigeons, and he shall bring them before Yahuwah to the doors of the tabernacle of witness, and shall give them to the priest. And the priest shall offer them one for a sin offering, and the other for a whole burnt offering, and the priest shall make atonement for him before Yahuwah for his issue. And the man whose seed of copulation shall happen to go forth from him, then shall then wash his whole body, and shall be unclean till e- until evening. And every garment and every skin on which there shall, shall be the seed of copulation shall both be washed with water and be unclean until evening. And a woman, if a man shall lie with her with seed of copulation, they shall both bathe themselves in water and shall be unclean until evening. And the woman, whosoever shall have an issue of blood, when her issue shall be in her body, shall be seven days in her separation. Everyone that touches her shall be unclean until evening. And everything whereon she shall lie in her separation shall be unclean, and whatever she shall sit upon shall be unclean. And whosoever shall touch her bed shall wash his garments and bathe his body in water, and shall be unclean until evening. And everyone that touches any vessel on which she shall sit shall wash his garments and bathe himself in water, and shall be unclean until evening. And whether it be while she is on her bed, or on a seat which she may happen to sit upon, when he touches her shall be unclean until evening." And if anyone shall lie with her, and her uncleanness be upon him, he shall be unclean seven days, and every bed on which he shall have lain shall be unclean. And if a woman have an issue of blood many days, not in the time of her separation, if the blood shall also flow after her separation, all the days of her issue of uncleanness shall be as the days of her separation. She shall be unclean. And every bed on which she shall lie, all the days of her flux shall be to her as the bed of her separation. And every seat whereupon she sat, she shall sit, shall be unclean, according to the uncleanness of her separation. 
Everyone that touches it shall be unclean, and he shall wash his garments, and bathe his body in water, and it shall be unclean until evening. But if she shall be cleansed from, from if she shall be clean cleansed from her flux, then shall then she shall number to herself seven days, and afterwards she shall be esteemed clean. And on the eighth day she shall take two turtle doves or two young pigeons, and shall bring them to the priest to the door of the tabernacle of witness, and the priest shall offer one for a sin offering and the other for a whole burnt offering, and the priest shall make atonement for her before Yahuwah for her unclean flux. And ye, sh- and, she- and ye shall cause the children of Israel to be aware, to beware of their uncleannesses, so they shall not die for their uncleanness, in polluting my tabernacle that is among them. This is the Torah of the man who has an issue, and if one discharge seed of copulation, so that he should be polluted by it. And this is the Torah for her that has the issue of blood in her separation, and as to the person who has an issue of seed, in his issue is the Torah for the male and the female, and for the man who shall have lain with her that is set apart. All right, Leviticus chapter 16. <clears throat> this is actually all about um, the Day of Atonement, which we just uh, you know we just went through about a week or so ago. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe after the two sons of Aharon died in bringing strange fire before Yahuwah, so they died. And Yahuwah said to Moshe, Speak to Aharon, thy brother, and let him not come in at all times into the holy place within the veil before the propitiatory, which is upon the ark of the testimony, and he shall not die. It's the, this is time the most holy place. So you got the holy place and most holy place. For I will appear in a cloud of the, on the propitiatory. Thus shall Aharon enter into the holy place with a calf of the herd for a sin offering, and having a ram for a whole burnt offering. And he shall put on the consecrated linen tunic, and he shall have on his flesh the linen drawers, and shall gird himself with a linen girdle, and shall put on the linen cap, they are holy garments. And he shall bathe all his body in water, and shall put them on. And he shall take of the congregation congregation of the children of Israel, two kids of the goats for a sin offering, and one lamb for a whole burnt offering. And Aharon shall bring the calf for his own sin offering, and shall make atonement for himself and for his house. And he shall take the two goats, and place them before Yahuwah by the door of the tabernacle of witness. And Aharon shall cast lots upon the two goats, one lot for, for Yahuwah, and the other for the scapegoat, Azazel. And Aharon shall bring forward the goat on which the lot... F- for Yahuwah fell, and shall offer him for a sin offering. And the goat upon which the lot fell for Azazel came, he shall present alive before Yahuwah to make an atonement upon him. So as to send him away as a scapegoat for Azazel, he shall send him into the wilderness. And Aharon shall bring the calf for his sin, and he shall make atonement for himself and for his house, and he shall kill the calf for his sin offering. And he shall take his censer full of coals of fire, which is before Yahuwah. And he shall fill his hands with fine compound incense, and shall bring it within the veil. And he shall put the incense on the fire before Yahuwah, and the smoke of the incense shall cover the mercy seat over the tables of testimony, and he shall not die. And he shall take of the blood of the calf, and sprinkle with his fingers on the mercy seat eastward. Before the mercy seat shall he sprinkle seven times of the blood with his finger. And he shall kill the goat for the sin offering that is for the people before Yahuwah. And he shall bring in, in of its blood within the veil, and shall do with its blood as he did with the blood of the calf, and shall sprinkle its blood on the mercy seat in front of the mercy seat, and he shall make atonement for the sanctuary on account of the uncleanness of the children of Israel. 
and for their trespass in the matter of all their sins. And thus shall he do to the tabernacle of witness established among them in the midst of their uncleanness. And there shall be no man in the tabernacle of witness when he goes in to make atonement in the holy place until he shall have come out. And he shall make atonement for himself and for his house and for all the congregation of the children of Israel. And he shall come forth to the altar that is before Yahuwah, and he shall make atonement upon it. And he shall take of the blood of the calf and of the blood of the goat, and shall put it on the horns of the altar round about. And he shall sprinkle some of the blood upon it seven times with his finger, and shall purge it, and hallow it from the uncleanness of the children of Israel. And he shall finish making atonement for the sanctuary, and for the tabernacle of witness, and for the altar. And he shall make a cleansing for the priests. And he shall bring the, li- the living goat. And Aharon shall lay his hands on the head of the live goat, and he shall declare over him all the iniquities of the children of Israel, and all their unrighteousness, and all their sins, and he shall lay them upon the head of the live goat, and shall send him by the hand of a ready man into the wilderness. And the goat shall bear the unrighteousness upon him into a desert land. And Aharon shall send away the goat into the wilderness. And Aharon shall enter into the tabernacle of witness, and shall put off the linen garment which he had put on, as he entered into the holy place, and shall lay it by there. And he shall bathe his body in water in the holy place, and shall put on his raiment, and shall go out and offer the whole burnt offering for himself, and the whole burnt offering for the people, and shall make atonement for himself, and for his house, and for the people, as for the priests, as for the priests. And he shall offer the fat for the sin offering on the altar. And he that sends forth the goat that has been set apart to be let go shall wash his garments and bathe his body in water and afterwards shall enter into the camp. And the calf for the sin offering and the goat for the sin offering whose blood was brought in to make atonement for the holy po- for the, in the holy place, they shall carry forth out of the camp and burn them with fire, even their skins and their flesh and their dung. And he that burns them shall wash his garments and bathe his body in water and afterwards he shall enter into the camp. This shall be a perpetual statute for you in the seventh month. On the tenth day of the month, ye shall humble your souls and shall do no work, the native and the stranger who abides among you. For in this day he shall make an atonement for you to cleanse you from all your sins before Yahuwah, and ye shall be purged. This shall be to you a most holy Shabbat, a rest, and ye shall humble your souls. It is a perpetual ordinance. The priest, whomsoever they shall anoint, shall make atonement, and whomsoever they shall consecrate to exercise the priestly office after his father, and he shall put on the linen robe, the holy garment, and he shall make atonement for the most holy place, and the tabernacle of witness, and he shall make atonement for the altar, and for the priests, and he shall make an atonement for all the congregation, and this shall be to you a perpetual statute to make atonement for the children of Israel, for all their sins, it shall be done once in the year, as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. chapter 17 and Yahuwah spoke to Moshe saying speak to Aharon and to his sons and to all the children of Israel and thou shalt say to them this is the word which Yahuwah has commanded saying Every man of the children of Israel or of the strangers abiding among you who shall kill a calf or a sheep or a goat in the camp or who shall kill it out of the camp and shall not bring it to the door of the tabernacle of witness so as to sacrifice it for a whole burnt offering or a peace offering to Yahuwah to be acceptable for a sweet-smelling savor and whosoever shall slay it without and shall not bring it to the door of the tabernacle of witness so as to offer it as a gift to Yahuwah before the tabernacle of Yahuwah Blood shall be imputed to that man, he has shed blood. 
that Saul shall be cut off from his people, that the children of Israel may offer their sacrifices, all that they shall slay in the fields and bring them to Yahuwah unto the doors of the tabernacle of witness to the priest, and they shall sacrifice them as a peace offering to Yahuwah, and the priest shall pour the blood on the altar round about before Yahuwah by the doors of the tabernacle of witness, and shall offer the fat for a sweet-smelling savor to Yahuwah. And they shall no longer offer their sacrifices to vain Elohim, after which they go a whoring. It shall be a perpetual statute to you for your generations. And thou shalt say to them, Whatever man of the children of Israel or the sons of the proselytes abiding among you shall offer a whole burnt offering or a sacrifice and shall not bring it to the door of the tabernacle of witness to sacrifice it to, the, to Yahuwah, that man shall be destroyed from among his people. And whatever man of the children of Israel or of the strangers abiding among you shall eat any blood, I will even set my face against that soul that eats blood, and I will destroy it from its people." For the life of flesh is its blood, and I have given it to you on the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For its blood shall make atonement for the soul. Therefore, I said to the children of Israel, No soul of you shall eat blood, and the stranger that abides among you shall not eat blood. And whatever man of the children of Israel or of the strangers abiding among you shall take any animal and hunting, beast, or bird which is eaten, then shall he pour out the blood and cover it in the dust. For the blood of, of all flesh is its life. And I said to the children of Israel, Ye shall not eat the blood of any flesh, for the life of all flesh is its blood. Everyone that eats it shall be destroyed. And every soul which eats that which has died of itself, or is taken of beasts, either among the natives or among the strangers, shall wash his garments, and bathe himself in water, and shall be unclean until evening. Then shall he be clean. But if he do not wash his garments, and do not bathe his body in water, then he shall bear his iniquity." Chapter 18. <clears throat> and Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. You shall not do according to the devices of Egypt, in which ye dwelt, and according to the devices of the land of Canaan, into which I bring you. Ye shall not do, and ye shall not walk, walk in their ordinances. Ye shall observe my judgments, and shall keep my ordinances, and shall walk in them. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. So ye shall keep all my ordinances, and all my judgments, and do them. Which if a man do, he shall live in them. I am Yahweh your Elohim. No man shall draw nigh to any of his near kindred to uncover their nakedness. I am Yahweh Elohim. I am Yahweh. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy father or the nakedness of thy mother, for she is thy mother. Thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy father's wife. It is thy father's nakedness. The nakedness of thy sister by thy father or by thy mother, born at home or abroad, their nakedness thou shalt not uncover. The nakedness of thy son's daughter or thy daughter's daughter, nakedness of thy son's daughter or thy daughter's daughter, their nakedness thou shalt not uncover, because it is thy nakedness. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy of the daughter of thy father's wife. She is thy sister by the same father. Thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy father's sister, for she is a near near akin to thy father. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy mother's sister, for she is near akin to thy mother. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy father's brother. Thou shalt not go into his wife, for she is for she is thy relation. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy daughter in law, for she is thy son's wife. Thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy brother's wife. It is thy brother's nakedness. The nakedness of a woman and her daughter shalt thou not uncover. Her son's daughter and her daughter's daughter shalt thou not take to uncover their nakedness, for they are thy kinswoman. It is impiety. 
Thou shalt not take a wife in addition to her sister as a rival to uncover her nakedness in opposition to her while she is yet living. And thou shalt not go in to a woman under separation for her uncleanness to uncover her nakedness. And thou shalt not lie with thy neighbor's wife to defile thyself with her. And thou shalt not give of thy seed to serve a ruler. And thou shalt not profane my holy name. I am Yahuwah. And thou shalt not lie with a man as with a woman, for it is an abomination. Neither shalt thou lie with any quadruped for copulation to be polluted with it. Neither shall a woman present herself before any quadruped to have connection with it, for it is an abomination. Do not defile yourself with any of these things, for in all these things the nations are defiled, which I drive out before you. And the land is polluted, and I have recompensed their iniquity to them because of it. And the land is, is aggrieved with them that dwell upon it. And ye shall keep all my statutes and all my ordinances, and ye shall do none of these abominations, neither the narrative, no, no, I'm sorry, neither the native, nor the stranger that joins himself with you. For all these abominations the men of the land did who were before you, and the land was defiled. And lest the land be aggrieved with you in your polluting it, as it was aggrieved with the nations before you. For whosoever shall do any of these abominations, the soul that do them shall be destroyed from among his people, among their people, and ye shall keep mine ordinances, that ye may not do any of the abominable practices which I have taken place before your time. And ye shall not be polluted in them, for I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. Leviticus chapter 19, Septuagint version, and this is where we get the, where Yahushua said this is the second greatest commandment. We'll get that in verse 18. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the congregation of the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, Ye shall be holy, for I, Yahuwah, your Elohim, am holy. Let every one of you reverence his father and his mother, and ye shall keep my Sabbaths. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. Ye shall not follow idols, and ye shall not make to yourselves molten Elohim. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. And if you will sacrifice a peace offering to Yahuwah, ye shall offer it acceptable from yourselves. And what day soever ye shall, ye shall sacrifice it, it shall be clean. And on the following day, and if any of it should be left till the third day, it shall be thoroughly burnt with fire. And if it should be eaten at all on the third day, it is unfit for sacrifice, it shall not be accepted. And he that eats it shall bear his iniquity, because he has profaned the, most ho the, profaned the holy things of Yahuwah. And the soul that eats it shall be destroyed from among their people." When ye reap the harvest of your land, ye shall not complete the reaping of your field with exactness, and thou shalt not gather that which falls from thy reaping, and thou shalt not go over the gatherings of thy vineyard, neither shalt thou gather the remaining grapes of thy vineyard, you shall not you shall leave them for the poor and for the stranger. I am Yahweh your Elohim. If any of you remember the story of Ruth, that was a perfect example. <clears throat> ye shall not steal, ye shall not lie, ye shall not you shall not, you shall neither bear false witness as an informer against his neighbor. And ye shall not swear unjustly by my name, and ye shall not profane the holy name of your Elohim. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. You shall not injure your neighbor, neither, sh neither do you rob him, neither shall the wages of thy hireling remain with thee until the morning. Thou shalt not revile the deaf, neither shalt thou put a stumbling block in the way of the blind. And thou shalt fear Yahuwah, thy Elohim. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. You shall not act unjustly in judgment. Thou shalt not accept the person of the poor, nor admire the person of the mighty. With justice shalt thou judge thy neighbor. Hallelujah. Thou shalt not walk deceitfully among the people. Thou shalt not rise up against the blood of thy neighbor. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. Thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart. Thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor, so thou shalt not bear sin on his account. And thy hand shall not avenge thee, 
And thou shalt not be angry with the children of thy people, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am Yahuwah. That was the second greatest commandment that Yahushua said. Ye shall observe my Torah. Thou shalt not let thy, thy cattle gender with one of a different kind. And thou shalt not sow thy vineyard with diverse seeds, and thou shalt not put upon thyself a mingled garment woven of two materials. And if any one lie carnally with a woman, and she should be a home-born servant kept for a man, and she has not been ransomed, and her freedom has not been given to her, they shall be visited with punishment, but they shall not die, because she was not set at liberty. And she and he shall bring for his trespass to Yahuwah to the door of the tabernacle of witness a ram for a trespass offering. And the priest shall make atonement for him with the ram of the trespass offering before Yahuwah and for the sin which he sinned, and the sin which he sinned shall be forgiven him. And whenever ye shall enter into the land which Yahweh your Elohim gives you, and shall plant any fruit tree, then shall ye purge away its uncleanness. Its fruit shall be three years uncleans, uncleansed to you, it shall not be eaten. And in the fourth year all its fruit shall be holy, subject of praise to Yahuwah. And in the fifth year ye shall eat the fruit, its produce is an increase to you. I am Yahuwah your Elohim. Eat not on the mountains, nor shall ye employ auguries, nor divine by inspection of birds. <clears throat> ye shall not make a round cutting of the hair of your head, nor disfigure your beard. And this is interesting. This is a lot different than um, the Masoretic. Let me read that again. Ye shall not make a round cutting of the hair of your head, hmm. nor disfigure your beard. And ye shall not make cuttings in your body for a dead body. And ye shall not inscribe on yourselves any marks. I am Yahuwah your Elohim. You shall not profane thy daughter to prostitute her. So the land shall not go a whoring, and the land be filled with iniquity. Ye shall keep my Sabbaths, and reverence my sanctuaries. I am Yahuwah. Ye shall not attend to those who have in them divining spirits, nor attach yourselves to enchanters to pollute yourselves with them. I am Yahuwah your Elohim. Thou shalt rise up before the hoary head, and honor the face of the old man, and shall fear thy Elohim. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. So this is giving respect to your elders. That's a really good one. They're all good ones, I'm just saying. <clears throat> and if there shall come to you a stranger in your land, ye shall not afflict him. The stranger that comes to you shall be among you as the native. And thou shalt love him as thyself, for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. Ye shall not act unrighteously in judgment, in measures and weights and scales. There shall be among you just balances and just weights, and a just liquid measure. I am Yahweh your Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, and ye shall keep all my Torah and all my ordinances, and ye shall do them. I am Yahweh your Elohim. Chapter 20 And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Thou shalt also say to the children of Israel, If there shall be any of the children of Israel, or of those who have become proselytes in Israel, who shall give of his seed to Moloch, let him be surely be put to death. <clears throat> the nation upon the land shall stone him with stones. And I will set my face against that man, and will cut him off from his people, because he has given of his seed to Moloch, to defile my sanctuary and profane the name of them that are consecrated to me. And if the natives of the land should in any wise overlook the man in giving of his seed to Moloch, so as to not put him to death, then will I set my face against that man and his family, and I will destroy him, and all who have been in of one mind with him, so that he should go a-whoring to the princes from their people. And the soul that shall follow 
those who have in them divining spirits or enchanters so as to go a whoring after them, I will set my face against that soul, and I will destroy it from among its people. And ye shall be holy, for I, Yahuwah, your Elohim, am holy. And ye shall observe my ordinances and do them. I am Yahuwah that sanctifies you. Every man who shall speak evil of his father or of his mother, let him die the death. He has spoken evil of his father or mother, he shall be guilty. <clears throat> whatever man shall commit adultery with the wife of a man, or whoever shall commit adultery with the wife of his neighbor, let them die the death, the adulterer and the adulteress. And if anyone should lie with his father's wife, he has uncovered his father's nakedness, let them both die the death, they are guilty. If any, and if anyone should lie with his daughter-in-law, let them both be put to death, for they have wrought impiety, they are guilty. And whoever shall lie with a male as with a woman, they have both wrought abomination. Let them die the death. They are guilty. Whosoever shall take a woman and her mother, it is iniquity. They shall burn him and them with fire. So there shall not be iniquity among you. And whosoever shall lie with a beast, let him die the death, ye shall all, and ye shall kill the beast. And whatever woman shall approach any beast so as to have connection with it, ye shall kill a woman and the beast. Let them die the death. They are guilty. Whosoever shall take his sister by his father or by his mother, and shall see her nakedness, and she sees his, na his nakedness, it is a reproach. They shall be, dest be destroyed before the children of their family. He has uncovered his sister's nakedness. They shall bear their sin. And whatever man shall lie with a woman that is set apart for a flux, and shall uncover her nakedness, he has uncovered her fountain, and she has uncovered the flux of her blood, they shall both be destroyed from among their generation." And thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy father's sister, or of the sister of thy mother, for that man has uncovered the nakedness of one near akin. They shall bear their iniquity. Whosoever shall lie with his near kinswoman has uncovered the nakedness of one near akin to him. They shall die childless. Whoever shall take his brother's wife, it is uncleanness. He has uncovered his brother's nakedness. They shall die childless. And ye shall keep all my ordinances and my judgments, and ye shall do them. And the, and the land shall not be aggrieved with you, into which I bring you to dwell upon it. And walk ye not in the customs of the nations which I drive out from before you. For they have done all these things, and have abhorred them. And I said to you, Ye shall inherit their land, and I will give it to you for a possession, even a land flowing with milk and honey. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim, who have separated you from all the people. And ye shall make a distinction between the clean and the unclean cattle, and between the clean and unclean birds, and ye shall not defile your souls with cattle, or with birds, or with any creeping things of the earth, which I have separated for you by reason of uncleanness. And ye shall be holy to me, because I, Yahweh your Elohim, am holy, who separated you from all nations to be mine. And as for a man or a woman, whosoever of them shall have in them a divining spirit, or be an enchanter, let them both die the death. Ye shall stone them with stones. They are guilty." <clears throat> right, excuse me. Leviticus chapter 21, Septuagint version. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the priests of the sons of Aharon, and thou shalt tell them that they shall not defile themselves in their nation for the dead. But they may mourn for a relative who is very near to them, for a father and a mother and sons and daughters, for a brother and for a virgin sister that is near to one, that is not a spouse to a man, for these one shall defile himself. He shall not defile himself suddenly among his people to profane himself. And he shall not shave your head for the dead with a baldness on the top. And they shall not shave their beard, neither shall they make gashes on their flesh. They shall be holy to their Elohim. 
and they shall not profane the name of their Elohim, for they offer sacrifices of Yahuwah as the gifts of their Elohim. They shall be holy. They shall not take a woman who is a harlot and profaned, or a woman put away from her husband, for he is holy to Yahuwah his Elohim. And thou shalt hallow him. He offers the gifts of Yahuwah your Elohim. He shall be holy. For I, Yahuwah, that sanctify them, am holy. And if the daughter of a priest should go, should be profaned to go whoring, she profanes the name of her father. She shall be burnt with fire. And the priest that is chief amongst, among his brethren, the oil having been poured upon his, the head of the anointed one, and he having been consecrated to put on the garments, shall not take the mitre off his head, and shall not rend his garments. Neither shall he go in to any dead body, neither shall he defile himself for his father or his mother. And he shall not go forth out of the sanctuary, and he shall be not profane the sanctuary of his Elohim, because the holy anointing oil of Elohim is upon him. I am Yahuwah. He shall take for a wife a virgin of his own tribe, but a widow or one that is put away or profane or a harlot, these he shall not take, but he shall take for a wife a virgin of his own people. And he shall not profane his seed among his people. I am Yahuwah that sanctifies him. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Say to Aharon, A man of thy tribe throughout your generations, who shall have a blemish on him, shall not draw nigh to offer the gifts of his Elohim. No man who has a blemish on him shall draw nigh. A lame man, a man lame, blind, with his nose disfigured, or his ears cut, a man who has a broken hand or a broken foot, or humpbacked, or blear-eyed, or that has lost his eyelashes, or a man who has a malignant ulcer, or a tetter, or one that has lost a testicle. Whoever of the seed of Aharon the priest has a blemish on him shall not draw nigh to offer sacrifices to thy Elohim, because he has a blemish on him. He shall not draw nigh to offer the gifts of Elohim. The gifts of Elohim are most holy, and he shall eat of the holy things. Only he shall not approach the veil, and he shall not draw nigh to the altar, because he has a blemish. And he shall not profane the sanctuary of his Elohim, for I am Yahuwah that sanctifies them. And Moshe spoke to Aharon and his sons, and to all the children of Israel. <clears throat> Chapter 22. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aharon and to his sons, and let them take heed concerning the, the holy things of the children of Israel, so they shall not profane my holy name and any of the things which they consecrate to me. I am Yahuwah. Say to them, Every man throughout your generations, whoever of all your seed shall approach to the holy things, whatsoever the children of Israel shall consecrate to Yahuwah, while his uncleanness is upon him, that soul, be, that soul shall be cut off from, from me. I am Yahuwah your Elohim. And the man of the seed of Aharon the priest, if he should have leprosy or issue of the reins, shall not eat of the holy things until he be cleansed. And he that touches any uncleanness of a dead body, or the man whose seed of copulation shall have gone out from him, or whosoever shall touch any unclean reptile which will defile him, or who shall touch a man whereby he shall defile himself, defile him according to all his uncleanness, whatsoever soul, soul shall touch them shall be unclean until the evening. He shall not eat of the holy things, unless he bathe his body in water, and the sun go down, and then he shall be clean. And then shall he eat of all holy things, for they are his bread. He shall not eat of that which dies of itself, or is taken of beasts, so that he should be polluted by them. I am Yahuwah. And they shall keep my ordinances, that they do not bear iniquity because of them, and die because of them. If they shall profane them, I am Yahuwah, your Elohim, that sanctifies them. And no stranger shall eat the holy things. One that sojourns with a priest or a hireling shall not eat the holy things. But if a priest shall have a soul purchased for money, he shall eat his bread. 
and they, they that are born in his house, they also shall eat of his bread. And the daughter of a priest should marry a stranger, she shall not eat of the offerings of the sanctuary. And if the daughter of a priest should be a widow, or put away, and have no seed, she shall return to her father's house, as in her youth, she shall eat of her father's bread, but no stranger shall eat of it. And the man who shall ignorantly eat holy things shall add the fifth part to it, and give the holy thing to the priest. They shall not profane the, the holy things of the children of Israel, which they offer to Yahuwah. So should they bring upon themselves the iniquity of trespass in their eating of their holy things, for I am Yahuwah that sanctifies them. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aharon and his sons, and to all the congregation of Israel. And thou shalt say to them, Any man of the children of Israel, or of the strangers that abide among them in, in Israel, who shall offer his gifts according to all their confession, and according to all their choice, whatsoever they may bring to Yahuwah for whole burnt offerings, your freewill offerings shall be males without blemish of the herds, or of the sheep, or of the goats. They shall not bring to Yahuwah anything that has a blemish in it, for it shall not be acceptable for you. And whatsoever man shall offer a peace offering to Yahuwah, discharging a vow, or in the way of freewill offering, or an offering in your feasts, of the herds, or of the sheep, it shall be without blemish for acceptance. There shall be no blemish in it. One that is blind, or broken, or has its tongue cut out, or it's troubled with warts, or has a malignant ulcer, or tetters, they shall not offer these to Yahuwah. Neither shall you offer any of them for burnt offering on the altar of Yahuwah. And a calf or a sheep with the ears cut off, or that has lost its tail, thou shalt slay them for thyself, but they shall not be accepted for thy vow. That which has broken testicles, or is crushed, or gelt, or mutilated, thou shalt not offer them to Yahuwah, neither shall you sacrifice them upon your land. Neither shall you offer the gifts of your Elohim of all these things by the hand of a stranger, because there is a corruption in them, a blemish in them. These shall not be accepted for you. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, As for a calf, or a sheep, or a goat, whenever it is born, then shall it be seven days under its mother, and on the eighth day, and after they shall be accepted for sacrifices. A burnt offering to Yahuwah, and a bullock, and a ewe, and its young, thou shalt not kill in one day. And if thou shouldst offer a sacrifice, a vow of rejoicing to Yahuwah, ye shall offer it so as to be accepted for you. And that same day it shall be eaten, ye shall not leave of the flesh till the morrow. I am Yahuwah, and ye shall keep my commandments and do them, and ye shall not profane the name of the Holy One, and I will be sanctified in the midst of the children of Israel. I am Yahuwah that sanctifies you, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your Elohim. I am Yahuwah. Leviticus chapter 23, Septuagint version. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say unto them, The feasts of Yahuwah, which ye shall call holy assemblies, these are my feasts. Six days shalt thou do works, but on the seventh day is the Shabbat, a rest, a holy convocation to Yahuwah. Thou shalt not do any work. It is a Shabbat to Yahuwah and all your dwellings. <clears throat> these are the feasts of Yahuwah, holy convocations, which ye shall call in their seasons or appointed times. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month, between the evening times, is Yahuwah's Passover. And on the fifteenth day of this month is the Feast of Unleavened Bread to Yahuwah. Seven days shall ye eat unleavened bread, and the first day shall be a holy convocation to you. Ye shall do no servile work. Ye shall offer whole burnt offerings to Yahuwah seven days. And the seventh day shall be a holy convocation to you. Ye shall do no servile work. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, 
When ye shall enter into the land which I give you, and reap the harvest of it, then ye shall bring a sheaf, the first fruits of your harvest, to the priest, and he shall lift up the sheaf before Yahuwah to be accepted before you. On the morrow of the first day the priest shall lift it up, and ye shall offer it on the day which ye bring the sheaf, a lamb without blemish of a year old, for a whole burnt offering to Yahuwah. And its meat offering, two tenth portions of fine flour mingled with oil, it is a sacrifice to Yahuwah, a smell of sweet savor to Yahuwah, and its drink offering, the fourth part of a hin of wine. And ye shall not eat bread, nor the new parched corn until this same day, until you offer the sacrifices to your Elohim. It is a perpetual statute throughout your generations and all your dwellings. And ye shall number to yourselves from the day after the Shabbat, from the day on which ye shall offer the sheaf of the heave offering, seven full weeks. Until the morrow after the last week, ye shall number fifty days, and shall bring a new meat offering to Yahuwah. Ye shall bring from your dwelling loaves as a heave offering, two loaves, and they shall be of two tenth portions of fine flour. They shall be baked with leaven on the first fruits to Yahuwah. And we said earlier, leaven, you know, leaven is um, doctrines of men. Leaven is a doctrine, you know, so we can have doctrines of men or we can have doctrines of Yahuwah. So this one specifically does ask for leaven in the offering. And ye shall bring with the loaves seven unblemished lambs of a year old, and one calf of the herd, and two rams without blemish. And they shall be a whole burnt offering to Yahuwah, and their meat offerings and their drink offerings shall be a sacrifice of a smell of sweet savor to Yahuwah. And they shall sacrifice one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and two lambs of a year old for a peace offering, with the loaves of the first fruits. And the, pre- the, the priest shall place them with the loaves of the first fruits, an offering before Yahuwah, with the two lambs, and they shall be holy to Yahuwah. And they shall belong to the priest that brings them. And ye shall call this day a convocation. It shall be holy to you. Ye shall do no servile work in it. It is a perpetual ordinance throughout your generations and all your habitations. And we shall, when ye shall reap the harvest of your land, ye shall not fully reap the remainder of your harvest of your field when thou reapest. And thou shalt not gather that which falls from thy reaping. Thou shalt leave it for the poor and the stranger. I am Yahweh Elohim. Now we're getting here to the fall feasts, which we're kind of going through now. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, on the first day of the month, ye shall have a rest. A memorial of trumpets or shofars. It shall be to you a holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work, and ye shall offer a whole burnt offering to Yahuwah. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Also, on the tenth day of the seventh month is a day of atonement. It shall be a holy convocation to you, and ye shall humble your souls, and offer a whole burnt offering to Yahuwah. Ye shall do no work on this selfsame day, for this is a day of atonement for you, to make atonement for you before Yahuwah your Elohim. Every soul that shall not be humbled in that day shall be cut off from among its people, and every soul which shall do work on that day, that soul shall be destroyed from among its people. Ye shall do no manner of work. It is a perpetual statute throughout your generations and all your habitations. It shall be a holy Shabbat to you, and ye shall humble your souls. From the ninth day of the month, from evening to evening, ye shall keep your Sabbaths. Now this is interesting. You know, there's a lot of talk about you know, when we celebrate Sabbaths, it is interesting in the Septuagint, which is, again, 1,100 years older than the Masoretic text. It does give us an example uh, with a plural of the Sabbaths. It says, from evening to evening, you shall keep your Sabbaths, not just Sabbath, because this is talking about the Day of Atonement, which is one Sabbath, but here it does say, from evening to evening, you shall keep your Sabbaths. Just something to consider. 
And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, On the fifteenth day of the seventh month, there should be a feast of tabernacles, seven days to Yahweh. And this is where we're at now. We're in the middle of uh, the week-long festival, plus the bonus eighth day of Feast of Tabernacles, also known as Sukkot. And on the first day shall be a holy convocation, ye shall do no servile work. Seven days ye shall offer whole burnt offerings to Yahuwah. And on the eighth day shall be a holy convocation to you, and ye shall offer whole burnt offerings to Yahuwah. It is a time of release. Ye shall do no servile work. These are my feasts, these are the feasts to Yahuwah, which ye shall call holy convocations to offer burnt offerings to Yahuwah, whole burnt offerings, and their meat offerings, and their drink offerings for each that for each on its day, beside the Sabbaths of Yahuwah, and beside your gifts, and beside all your vows, and beside your free will offerings, which ye shall give to Yahuwah. And on the fifteenth day of the seventh month, when ye have completely gathered in the fruits of the earth, ye shall keep a feast to Yahuwah seven days. And on the first day there shall be a rest, and on the eighth day a rest. And on the first day ye shall take goodly fruit of trees, and branches of palms, palm trees, and thick boughs of, boughs of trees, and willows, and branches of osiers from the brook, to rejoice before Yahuwah your Elohim seven days in the year. It is a perpetual statute for your generations, and the seventh month ye shall keep it. Seven days ye shall dwell in tabernacles. Every native in Israel shall dwell in tents." that your posterity may see that I made the children of Israel to dwell in tents when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. And Moshe recounted the feasts of Yahuwah to the children of Israel. <clears throat> Chapter 24. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Charge the children of Israel, and let them take for thee pure olive oil beaten for the light to burn the lamp continually. This is a huge key for anybody who wants to learn more about the wise and the foolish virgins, the parable in Matthew 25. This is a huge key to um, the lamp and the oil. We've got to know what the lamp is. We've got to know what the oil is. So, Outside the veil of the tabernacle of witness, and Aharon and his sons shall burn it from evening until morning before Yahuwah continually, a perpetual statue throughout your generations. You shall burn the lamps on the pure lampstand before Yahuwah till the morrow. And ye shall take fine flour, and make of it twelve loaves. Each loaf shall be two-tenth parts. And ye shall put them in two rows, each row containing six loaves, on the pure table before Yahuwah. And ye shall put on each row pure frankincense and salt. And these things shall be for loaves from a memorial, set forth before Yahuwah on the, Shab the day of Sabbath. They shall be set forth before Yahuwah continually, before the children of Israel, for an everlasting covenant." They shall be for Aharon and his sons, and they shall eat them in the holy place. This is their most holy portion in the offerings made to Yahuwah, a perpetual statute. And there went forth a son of an Israelitish woman, and he was a son of an Egyptian man among the sons of Israel. And they fought in the camp. And the son of the Israelitish woman, and a man who was an Israelite, and the son of an Israelitish woman named the name, and cursed. And they brought him to Moshe. And his mother's name was Salomith, daughter of Dabrai, the, the, of the tribe of Dan. And they put him in ward to judge him by the command of Yahuwah. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Bring forth him that cursed outside the camp, and all who heard shall lay their hands upon his head, and all the congregation shall stone him. And speak to the sons of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, Whosoever, whosoever shall curse Elohim shall bear his, his sin. And he that names the name of Yahuwah, let him die the death. Let all the congregation of Israel stone him with stones. Whether he be a stranger or a native, let him die for the naming the name of Yahuwah. And whosoever shall smite a man and die, let him die the death. And whosoever shall smite a beast and it's and it shall die whoever shall smite a beast 
and it shall die. Let him render life for life. And whosoever shall inflict a blemish on his neighbor, as he has done to him, so shall it be done to himself in return. A bruise for bruise, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. As any one may inflict a blemish on a man, so shall it be rendered to him. Whosoever shall smite a man, and he shall die, let him die the death. There shall be one judgment for the stranger and the native, for I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. And Moshe spoke to the children of Israel, and they brought him that had cursed out of the camp and stoned him with stones, and the children of Israel did as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. Chapter 25 And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe in the Mount Sinai, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, Whensoever ye shall have entered into the land which I give you, give to you, then the land shall rest which I give you, for its Sabbaths to Yahuwah. Six years thou shalt sow thy field, and six years shalt thou prune thy vine, and gather in its fruits. But in the seventh year shall be a Shabbat, it shall be a rest of the land, a Shabbat to Yahuwah. Thou shalt not sow thy field, and thou shalt not prune thy vine, and thou shalt not gather the, the spontaneous produce of thy field, and thou shalt not gather fully the grapes of thy dedication. It shall be a year of rest to the land. And the Shabbats of the land shall be food for you, and for thy manservant, and for thy maidservant, and thy hireling, and the stranger that abides with you, and for thy cattle, and for the wild beasts that are in thy land, shall every fruit of it be for food. And thou shalt reckon to thyself seven Sabbaths of years, seven times seven years, and they shall be to thee seven weeks of years, nine and forty years. In the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, ye shall proclaim a proclamation with the sound of a trumpet in all your land. On the day of atonement, ye shall make a proclamation with a trumpet in all your land, and ye shall sanctify the year, the fiftieth year, and ye shall proclaim a release upon the land to all that inhabit it. It shall be given a year of release, a jubilee for you, and each one shall depart to his possession, and ye shall go each to his family. This is a jubilee of release, for the, the year shall be to you the fiftieth year. Ye shall not sow nor reap the produce that comes of itself from the land, neither shall you gather its dedicated fruits. For it is a jubilee of release, it shall be holy to you. Ye shall eat its, its fruits off the field in the year of the release, even the jubilee of it. Shall each one return to his possession. And if thou shouldst sell a possession to thy neighbor, or if thou shouldst buy of thy neighbor, let not a man oppress his neighbor. According to the number of the years after the jubilee shalt thou buy of thy neighbor. According to the number of the years of the fruits shall he sell to thee. According as there may be a greater number of years, he shall increase the value of his possession. And according as there may be a less number of years, he shall lessen the value of his possession. For according to the number of his crops, so shall he sell to thee. Let not a man oppress his neighbor, and thou shalt fear Yahweh thy Elohim. I am Yahweh thy Elohim. <clears throat> and ye shall keep all my ordinances and all my judgments, and do ye observe them, and ye shall keep them, and dwell securely in the land. And the land shall yield her increase, and ye shall eat to the fullness, and shall dwell securely in it. And if ye should say, What shall we eat in the seventh year, if we do not sow or nor gather our, in our fruits? Then I will send my blessing upon you in the sixth year, and the land shall produce its fruits for three years. And ye shall sow in the eighth year, and eat old fruits till the ninth year, until its fruit come. Ye shall eat old fruits of the old, and the land shall not be sold for a permanence, for the land is mine. Because ye are strangers and sojourners before me, and in every land of your possession ye shall allow ransoms for the land. And if thy brother who is with thee, be with thee be poor, and should have sold part of his possession, and his kinsman who is nigh to him come, then he shall redeem the possession which his brother has sold. 
And if anyone, and if one have no near kinsman, and he be pro, and he prosper with his hand, and he find sufficient money, even his ransom, then shall he calculate the years of his sale, and he shall give what is due to the man to whom he sold it, and he shall return to his possession. But if his hand have not prospered sufficiently so as to have restored the money to him, then he that bought the possessions shall have them till the sixth year of the release, and it shall go out in the release, and the owner shall return to his possession. And if any one should sell an inhabited house in a walled city, then there shall be the ransom of it until the time is fulfilled. Excuse me. And its time of ransom shall be a full year. And if it be not ransomed until there be a complete, completed of its time a full year, the house which is in the walled city shall be surely confirmed to him that bought it throughout his generations, and it shall not go out in the release. But the houses in the villages which have not a wall round about them shall be reckoned as the fields of the country. They shall always be redeemable, and they shall go out in the release. And the cities of the Levites, the houses of the cities in their possession, shall be always redeemable to the Levites. And if anyone shall redeem a house of the Levites, then shall their sale of the houses of their possession go out in the release, because the houses of the cities of the Levites are their possession in the midst of the children of Israel. And the lands set apart for their cities shall not be sold, because it is their perpetual possession. And if thy brother who is with thee become poor, and he fail in resources with thee, thou shalt help him as a stranger and a sojourner, and thy brother shall live with you. Thou shalt not receive from him interest nor increase, and thou shalt fear thy Elohim, I am Yahweh. And thy brother shall live with you. Thou shalt not lend thy money to him at an interest, and thou shalt not lend thy meat to him to be returned with an increase. I am Yahweh your Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan, so as to be your Elohim. And if thy brother be, and if and if thy brother be, I'm sorry. And if thy brother by thee be lowered, and be sold to thee, he shall not serve thee with servitude as of a slave. He shall be with thee as a hireling or or a sojourner. He shall work for thee till the year of release. He shall go out in the release, and his children with him. And he shall go to his family. He shall hasten back to his patrimony, because these are my servants whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. Such one shall not be sold as common servant. Thou shalt not oppress him with labor, and shalt fear Yahweh thy Elohim. And whatever number of manservants and maidservants thou shalt have, thou shalt purchase male and female servants from the nations that are round about thee. The sons of the sojourners that are among you, of these ye shall buy and of their relations. All that shall be in your lands, let them be to you for a possession. And ye shall distribute them to your children after you, and they shall be to you permanent possessions forever. But of your brethren, the children of Israel, one shall not oppress his brother in labors. And if a stranger sojourn with thee, wax rich, and thy brother in distress be sold to the stranger or, or sojourner that is with thee, or to a proselyte by extraction. After he is sold to him, there shall be redemption for him. One of his brethren shall redeem him. A brother of his father, or a son of his father's brother, shall redeem him. Or let one of his near kin of his tribe redeem him. And if he should be rich and redeem himself, then shall he calculate with his purchaser from the year that he sold himself to him until the year of release. And the money of his purchase shall be as that of a hireling, and he shall be with him from year to year. And if any have a greater number of years than enough, according to these he shall pay his ransom out of his purchase money. And if but a little time be left of the years of to the, to the year of release, then shall he reckon him according to his years, and shall pay his ransom as a hireling. And he shall be with him from year to year. Thou shalt not repress him with labor before you. And if he do not pay his ransom accordingly, he shall go out in the year of his release, he and his children with him, 
For the children of Israel are my servants. They are my attendants whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. <clears throat> Leviticus 26, Septuagint version. I am Yahweh your Elohim. Ye shall not make to yourselves gods Elohim made with hands or graven. Neither shall you rear up a pillar for yourselves. Neither shall you set up a stone for an object in your land to worship him. I am Yahweh your Elohim. Ye shall keep my Shabbats and reverence my sanctuaries. I am Yahuwah. If you will walk in my ordinances and keep my commandments and do them, then will I give you the rain in its season, and the land shall produce its fruits, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. And your threshing time shall overtake the vintage, and your vintage shall overtake your seed time, and ye shall eat your bread to the full, and ye shall dwell safely upon your land, and war shall not go out, not go through your land, and I will give peace in your land, and ye shall sleep, and none shall make you afraid. And I will destroy the evil beasts out of your land, and ye shall pursue your enemies, and they shall fall before you with slaughter. And five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall chase ten, tens of thousands, and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. And I will look upon you, and increase you, and multiply you, and establish my covenant with you. And ye shall eat that which is old and very old, and bring forth the old to make way for the new. And I will set my tabernacle among you, and my soul shall not abhor you. And I will walk among you, and be your Elohim, and ye shall be my people. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, where you were slaves, and I broke the band of, the, of your yoke, and brought you forth openly. But if you will not hearken to me, nor obey these my ordinances, but disobey them, and your soul should loathe my judgments, so that you should not keep all my commandments, so as to break my covenant, then will I do this to you. I will even bring upon you per perplexity and the itch, and the fever that causes your eyes to waste away and disease that consumes your life. And ye shall sow your seeds in vain, and your enemies shall eat them. And I will set my face against you, and ye shall fall before your enemies. And they that hate you shall pursue you, and ye shall flee, no one pursuing you. And if ye still refuse to hearken to me, then I will chasten you yet more, even seven times for your sins. And I will break down the haughtiness of your pride. And I will make your heaven iron, and your earth as it were brass. And your strength shall be in vain, and your land shall not yield its seed. And the tree of your field shall not yield its fruit. And if after this you should walk perversely and not be willing to obey me, I will further bring upon you seven plagues according to your sins. And I will send upon you <clears throat> the wild beasts of the land, and they shall devour you and shall consume your cattle. And I will make you few in number, and your ways shall be desolate. And if hereupon you are not corrected but walk perversely towards me, I also will walk with you in a, with a perverse spirit." And I will also smite you seven times for your sins. And I will bring upon you a sword avenging the cause of my covenant. And ye shall flee for refuge to your cities. And I will send out death against you. And ye shall be delivered into the hands of your enemies. When I afflict you with the famine of bread, then ten women shall, take, shall bake your loaves in one oven. And they shall render your loaves by weight. And ye shall eat and not be satisfied. And if thereupon you will not obey me, but walk perversely towards me, then I will walk with you with a froward mind, and I will chasten you sevenfold according to your sins. And ye shall eat the flesh of your sons, and the flesh of your daughters shall ye eat. And I will render your pillars desolate, and I will utterly destroy your wooden images made with hands. And I will lay your carcasses on the carcasses of your idols, and my soul shall loathe you. And I will lay your cities waste, and I will make your sanctuaries desolate. And I will not smell the savor of your sacrifices, and I will lay your land desolate. And your enemies who dwell in it shall wonder at it. And I will scatter you among the nations, and the sword shall come upon you and consume you. And your land shall be desolate, and your cities shall be desolate. And the land shall enjoy its Sabbaths all the days of its desolation. 
And ye shall be in the land of your enemies, and the land shall keep its Sabbaths, and the land shall enjoy its Sabbaths. All the days of its desolation it shall keep Sabbaths, which it kept not among your Sabbaths, when ye dwelt in it. And to those who are left of you, I will bring bondage into their heart. Yeah, I will I will bring bondage into their heart in the land of their enemies. And the sound of a shaken leaf shall chase them, and they shall flee as fleeing from war, and shall fall when none pursues them. And a brother shall disregard brother as in war when none pursues. And ye shall not be able to withstand your enemies, and ye shall perish among the Gentiles. And the land of your enemies shall devour you. And those who are left of you shall perish because of their sins. And because of the sins of their fathers in the land of their enemies shall they, lay cons- shall they consume away. And they shall confess their sins and the sins of their fathers that they have transgressed and neglected me. And they that have walked perversely before me, and I walked with them with a perverse mind, and I will destroy them in the land of their enemies. Then shall their uncircumcised heart be ashamed, and then shall they acquiesce in the punishment of their sins. And I will remember the covenant of Yaakov, and the covenant of Yitzchak, and the covenant of Abraham will I remember. And I will remember their land, and the land shall be left of them. Then the land shall enjoy her Sabbaths, when it is deserted through them. And they shall accept the punishment of their iniquities because they neglected my judgments and in their soul and in their soul loathed my ordinances. And yet not even thus, while they were in the land of their enemies, did I overlook them, nor did I loathe them so as to consume them, to break my covenant made with them. For I am Yahuwah their Elohim and will remember their former covenant when I brought them out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage before the nations to be their Elohim, I am Yahuwah. These are my judgments and my ordinances and the Torah which Yahuwah gave between himself and the children of Israel in Mount Sinai with the hand of Moshe. All right, last chapter, Leviticus chapter 27, Septuagint version. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, Whosoever shall vow a vow as the valuation of his soul for Yahuwah, the valuation of a male from twenty years old to six years old, shall be his valuation, shall be fifty shekels of silver by the standard of the sanctuary. The valuation of a female shall be thirty shekels. And if it be from five years old to twenty, the valuation of a male shall be twenty shekels. And of a female, ten shekels. And from a month old to five years old, the valuation of a male shall be five shekels. And of a female, three shekels of silver. And if from six years old and upward, it, and if it be a male, his valuation shall be 15 shekels of silver. And if it be a female, 10 shekels. And if a man be too poor for the valuation, he shall stand before the priest, and the priest shall value him according to what the man who has vowed can afford. The priest shall value him. And if it be from the cattle that are offered as a gift to, to Yahuwah, whoever shall offer one of these to Yahuwah, it shall be holy. He shall not change it a good for a bad or a bad for a good. And if he do at all change it, a beast for a beast, the substitute shall be holy. And if it be any unclean beast of which are, which none are offered as a gift to Yahuwah, he shall set the beast before the priest. And the priest shall make a valuation between the good and the bad. And accordingly, as the priest shall value it, so shall it stand. And if the worshiper will, will at all redeem it, he shall add the fifth part to its value. And whatsoever man shall consecrate his house as holy to Yahuwah, the priest shall make a valuation of it between the good and the bad. As the priest shall value it, so shall it stand. And if he that has sanctified it should redeem his house, he shall add it the fifth part of the money of the valuation, and it shall be his. And if a man shall hollow to Yahuwah a part of the field of his possession, then the valuation shall be according to its seed, fifty, fifty shekels of silver for a homer of barley. barley. And if he should sanctify his field from the year of release, it shall stand according to his visitation. 
And if he should sanctify his field in the latter time after the release, the priest shall reckon him the money for the remaining years until the next year of release. And it shall be deducted as equivalent from its full valuation. And he that sanctified the field would redeem it. He shall add its value, the fifth part of the money, and it shall be his. And if he do not redeem the field, but should sell the field to another man, he shall not after redeem it. But the field shall be holy to Yahuwah after the release, as separated land, the priest shall have possession of it. And if he should consecrate to Yahuwah of a field which he has bought, which is not of the field of his possession, the priest shall reckon to him the full valuation from the year of release, and he shall pay the valuation in that day as holy to Yahuwah. And in the year of release, the land shall be restored to the man of whom the other bought it, whose the possession of the land was. <clears throat> and every valuation shall be holy weights. The shekels shall be twenty obloi. And every firstborn which shall be produced among thy cattle shall be Yahuwah's. And no man shall sanctify it, whether calf or sheep, it is Yahuwah's. But if he should redeem an unclean beast according to its valuation, then he shall add the fifth part to it, and it shall be his. And if he shall... And if he redeem it not, it shall be sold according to its valuation. And every dedicated thing which a man shall dedicate to Yahuwah of all that he has, whether man of beast or beast, or of the field of his possession, he shall not sell it, nor redeem it. Every devoted thing shall be most holy to Yahuwah. And whatever shall be dedicated of men shall not be ransomed, but shall be surely put to death. Every tithe of the land, both of the seed of the land and of the fruit of the trees, is Yahuwah's, holy to Yahuwah. And if a man should at all redeem his tithe, he shall add the fifth part to it, and it shall be his. And every tithe of oxen and of sheep and whatsoever may come in numbering under the rod, the tenth shall be holy to Yahuwah. Thou shalt not change a good for bad or a bad for good. And if thou shouldst at all change it, it is equivalent also, its equivalent also shall be holy, it shall not be redeemed. These are the commandments which Yahuwah commanded Moshe for the sons of Israel in Mount Sinai. And that is the end, brothers and sisters, of uh, Leviticus. Let us just uh, pray, and uh, we will uh, resume tomorrow with the book of Numbers. Heavenly Father, Yahuwah, we just come before you, and we bless you, and thank you for allowing us to read your Torah, for even giving us a heart that wants to learn from your Torah. And uh, we just thank you for this amazing feast of Sukkot, and we just bless you and look truly look for the day that we get to tabernacle with you forever. Uh, we love you, we bless you, and we pray that you open the eyes of ears of those that may hear these words today. In Yahusha's name, Amen. Shalom, brothers and sisters. Happy Sukkot to you.